what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Broward Sheriff's deputies arrest a man who they say has more pussy than he can handle. I'm Kathleen Corsa with that story coming up on Channel 6 Action News. Highly, incredibly unprofessional, but fucking awesome at the same time. He is an awesome dancer. Nobody can outthink him no, or outdancing. That's true. And he's the best and Thank he you. rocks on. I, I try to rock on. I, I try to rock on there, Sue Ray White. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Oh, no, it's not just any Arnie State Show. No. Today, hello, friends. Oh, we welcome you back to a, a time-honored tradition. A tradition like none other. The Masters. Oh, I'm geeked up. I'm geeked the fuck up. I couldn't find my master's hat today, though. I have no idea where my master's hat is. I had a guy who went to the master's and got me a hat. I can't find it. I'm wearing my Caddyshack t-shirt. Told my jokes today. They're golf jokes. Like, like this one here. This is a great one. You'll love this one. How many golfers does it take to change a light bulb? Four! <laughs> Get it? Get it? I, I loved it. I thought it was funny. But I, I, I'm all geeked up for that. I'm all ready for the Masters. Got my pimento cheese ready. Oh, I'm ready to sit down today. Now, now Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and I are going to handle all the Masters coverage. So you got to wait a little bit for that. But but it, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Something else is fantastic. We have well, – I'm just going to tell you right now. I, I, second to none, we have the best movie reviewer in America. If not the world, I'm just telling you, Christopher, I mean, he went and saw Mafia Mommy. Fucking kudos for that one. But then they hit me with one and then another one. He got two more up there. Went and saw Super Mario Brothers, said, take your kids. I saw Bradley uh, talking on Facebook about it. It says, I'm taking all eight kids. Jesus. That's a lot of fucking kids. But, hey, you got a good movie. And then he went and saw the uh, the new Nike movie, Air, about the Air Jordans. Liked it. Said, hey, this is a good watch. See, he, he wrote it just for me. He says, this is an interesting watch at home. Perfect. Don't have to go to the movie theater. Christopher, bang up job as always. Uh, you, you know what? Let, let, let's give him a hand. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're very, very. You're, one more time, one more time. Since, yeah. There we go. All right. All right. Fantastic. Uh, let's start the show. Let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, good Darren, first one here. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy sober birthday, Dr. States. Well, thank you. Happy Not really my birthday you. birthday, but Happy birthday I'll, I'll take it. Arnie, there we go. Celebrating 26 years of sobriety today. Woo, man, oh man, who'd have thought I made it this far? Oh, but but thank you to everyone that is involved. Uh, It means the world to me. 
Uh, my sobriety is the thing that keeps me going. So thank you to everybody uh, who wished me a happy birthday, who's helped me along on this this long road. Because I know, I know all the hard lifting I had to do, but there was a lot of people that supported me along the way. So thank you very, very much. Battleborn says, good morning, ass family, and happy birthday, Arnie. Congratulations on that decision you've decided to make over and over and over and over and over and over again and again. I quit drinking in 2005. I did the 90 and 90. That's 90 meetings in 90 days. Kept going for a year and a half without missing a meeting. And again, congratulations, buddy. But I never had the nudge from the judge. Just thought I'd take care of uh, me first. I never... the. I had 45 meetings, and I had them signed off on uh, before I even made it to court, really, the first time. I mean, the, the quick arraignment in the morning, boom, 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 you're out. You know, the, the one in front of the court took, took a while. It took like 30 days. And by that time, I had 45 meetings. See, I had kind of a cheat code to AA because my dad was in it so long. And then when finally I said, yeah, it's time for me to go. He, he took me under his wing, and he took me to meetings, and he showed me how to do it, showed me how to, to participate. So, uh, you know, my dad was a, a very, very instrumental in my recovery. But, yeah, the judge, went when I he goes, uh, he, he was going to send me 90 meetings. I'm like, I, I've already got 45, sir. And he goes, well, okay, keep it up. And, and he didn't really order me anymore, but I, I did keep going. I got 45 more signed, and then I just kept going. And then eventually you wind down and you stop. That is – that. You're, you're going to replace that addiction with another one because that's what we alcoholics like to do. Um, but Gold says, good morning, assholes. Lake Tahoe Joe Day. Hee! You're out, says, good morning, and happy pimento cheese Jason Day. You see what I did there? Jason Day is our guy. We'll see if he has what it takes to win this year's Masters. Uh, I do have my, uh, my, my, my pick sheet. I know the, the people I'm picking. I'm very happy with it. We're, I'm, I'm going to give you all the stories on the Masters, everything that's happening, um, how the azaleas are blooming, all that kind of good stuff. We got that all coming up. Swoosh says, good morning, ass family. Well, good morning, sir. Oh, my lucky stars. Ah, the one and only bratty kid is all up in the house. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Wow, okay. Man, you must be out and about in public. Good Lord, I hope you have a spectacular day. Derek says, good morning, ass family, on this Friday eve. Let's do this, yes. Sanchez family says, hey, now, liberalism is a mental disorder. Has it ever been anything else? I mean, I mean, look, I, I crime any sake. Oh, we, we've got some doozies to start off with. Fuck your mama. Ah, hi, mama, good morning to you. She says, happy Friday eve, ass family. Sanchez family says, ass to mouth. Uh... What type of hat? A friend of mine is at the Masters now. Uh, I, I just wanted the, the green adjustable hat that, that has just the Masters logo. That's all I want. The, the, the USA with the flag in it. Just the green, just the plainest hat, but it's got to be green. Thank you, good Darren. Mm-mm-mm. I'm pretty sure King Chuck knighted Christopher, so now he's Sir Christopher. Uh, you know what? We might have to call him Sir Christopher from now on. Gold says, right on, Arnie. Good for you. Keep it up, man. I'm sure you will. I'll try. 
Fred says, congratulations. I still remember listening to you when you had your 21, uh, 21 sobriety anniversary. It knocked my socks off. 26 years. That's amazing. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. How are you? Hangtown Jen is all up in the house. Good morning, Hangtown Jen. How are you today? It is time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go wrestle with a brown bear. Wrestle with a brown bear. All right. Good to see you, Hangtown Jen. We missed you. Uh, hopefully, Hangtown Mike's recovering nicely. Uh, I know that he texts me and we talk baseball. Uh, and uh, both our teams are, are fantastic right now. We're both four and two. Rangers uh, Rangers have the day off. In fact, I didn't know they had a day game yesterday. I don't like this weird schedule, like night, night, day, and then they're off. Play again tomorrow. Uh, playing the Cubs. We're in Chicago tomorrow. That, that ought to be a fun series. Um, all right. Where, where should I start? You know, I... I referenced this yesterday, but this is uh, this is my man Matt Walsh, just destroying an EMT. You said you're an EMT. You're responding to a health emergency. Biological male, somebody with a penis, is having a medical emergency, and they say to you, "I think I'm having a miscarriage." Would you check them to see if they're having a miscarriage? Would you consider that a possibility? For boom, them? boom. Look. <laughs> No. Sounds like we've established there are some people who, in principle, can get pregnant, and there are some people who can't. Lots of women can't get pregnant either. Yeah, but they're still of the nature to get pregnant. That's a person being born with one it. leg doesn't mean that now legs are on a spectrum, and we can't say anything at all about how many legs a person has. If a human is born without two legs, something went wrong. They were supposed to have that second leg. Same thing for a woman. A woman, by her nature, can get pregnant. A man, by his nature, never can. So if you meet a woman of child bearing age, say she's 28 years old and she can't get pregnant, you know automatically that something has gone wrong. And she can go to the doctor and find out what that thing is, even if they can't fix it. Whereas if a male with a penis can't get pregnant, no doctor on earth is going to run tests to see what's wrong with it. Because they already know it's that he's a male and there's only male and female, those who can get pregnant and those who can't. So, you said you're an That's still not good enough. Still not good enough. Hockey player, good morning to you, my friend. I got your email. I know you're busy. I'll, I'll, I'll email you this weekend, buddy. Um, and thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but see, they, they keep fighting. They keep fighting saying, no, no, no. Now, there are all kind of reports this morning, and I don't want you to have to worry about looking them up or when you hear this at the water cooler today. Oh, did you hear uh, Budweiser fired their whole marketing team? Budweiser has not yet fired their entire marketing team. It's a, it's a wonderful story that's going around. It's great. There's another story going around, and I don't know how true it is yet because I have not seen any official word from Nike. But now Nike is endorsing this Dylan Mulvaney and wearing women's sporting goods. Um, I think there are a whole lot of female professional athletes that are like, what the fuck just happened? I've been trying to get a Nike deal, and I'm in shape, and I'm a pro athlete. 
but this thing that's been a woman for a year is now getting my endorsement deal. I, I you know, I just gotta say, I, I love it. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and Good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well today. By the way, if anybody's ever forgotten this... Only girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only boys can grow up to be the daddies. That's Mr. Rogers from a long time ago. What sport does Dylan represent? None. None. This is amazing to watch. This I, I, I truly this is a spectacle that I am sitting back and going, what in the blue fuck is happening? Yesterday, Karine Jean Pierre, oh oh Belchy the clown who likes to drink and drive allegedly. I just want to say that I'm not a Bud Light drinker, and if anyone has an issue with what Bud Light is doing, take my address first because I don't care and will happily accept free beer. All right. I bet, though, that a tone of female athletes are in support of Dylan Mulvaney. Why? One, it fits their political narrative and their towing line. And B, by being loudly vocal in support, they're hoping to make it by enough waves to get endorsements based on that volume. I can, I can agree with both those things. Uh, this is uh, what Karine Jean-Pierre said yesterday, uh, part of things that she said yesterday, when she's talking about the transgender and the youth and today, Indiana just uh, banned puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and gender transition surgeries for minors. I'm wondering what the president's reaction is to the Indiana governor signing that bill into law. And does the president have a position on at what age these kinds of therapies and surgeries are appropriate? That's something for uh, a child and, and their parents to decide. It's not something that we believe uh, should be decided by, uh, by legislators. And today... Mm. A child and their parents should decide this. Really, a child. You're, you're, you're going to allow a child. Well, once again, once again, let me, let me reiterate what she said. She said this is what a child and parents should decide on. Child was first. And then there was a long pause, and she was thinking in her head, should I say parents? I got a 36-pack of red can Budweiser's that needs a new home to make room for my core or for cores or Corona. There you go. Hey, look, that's the way to hurt them. So, it. So I guess then children can say when they can and can't smoke and drink. I mean, they just talk it over with their parents, right? Because it's a child's decision. How, how is, is, is this how far it's swung? Because I can tell you right now, I did not make decisions as a child. The only time I got to decide anything is probably from my birthday meals. That was it. 
And half the time, I didn't even get to go to those places. Why? Because they were too expensive. I never had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. You know why? Because that was expensive. Did I have a pizza party at, at Pizza Hut's Buffet? Uh, yes, I did. Why? Inexpensive. But if I got to pick, that was once a year. And that was for my birthday dinner. Now we're going to allow children to pick if they want to whack their wieners off. Maybe my son can decide how much tax I pay. I think the IRS will care. No, it should be a child and parent's decision. I I hope that, that you understand I do this story to beat it into your heads that this is actually happening. This shit is for real. Budweiser did sign this woman. I don't think this is the most elaborate April Fool's Day joke of all time. First of all, I don't think Dylan Mulvaney would have gone through with it. And secondly, I don't think Budweiser would have tried to hurt their brand the way they've hurt their brand. I don't even get to pick my own clothes until I was like 12. I waited all year for that question. Amen. We, that was when we got to decide. We were big shots. But now we're letting the fucking, I guess the kids can pick the house that you live in. Well, it's the kid's decision. Jesus. But is that how far it's swung? That we let the kids make the decisions in the house? Because we want to treat them like adults. No, you have to raise them like adults. You have to raise them to be adults, but have to understand they're still children. You can't really rationalize with a, a small child. Why? Because they don't have the skills to rationalize. Some people don't get those skills ever. Arnie still doesn't get to pick his birthday meal. No, no, because I would have picked donuts this morning. Because when I think beer, I think trans. A kid can pick their nose, that's it. Yeah, not if you have an obsessive mother that doesn't like you picking your nose. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I just... Every time I see these stories, I, I just have to laugh. I, I, and, but, but I have to, I, I laugh, but I also sit here and go, this is real. The border situation is real. These are things that we never, ever thought could be a problem, that we've got two million people crossing over the border illegally in the first four or five months of the year. We are, we are, there, there was a press conference, I think, in Canada yesterday that had nothing but a bunch of, like, drag queens or transgender people up there. And they're making a mockery of every system that we have. It's a fucking joke. 
We're allowing kids to march out of schools. And this is the one I can almost get behind if I believe that the kids are really into this or if they're just trying to get out of school. Because this was like when the kids left school to march for illegal aliens or whatever the fuck it was, you know, way back when. But kids are walking out of school because they want, you know, gun, uh, the Second Amendment revoked. Half those kids don't even know what the Second Amendment is. They think it's thou shalt not kill. That's what they think the fucking Second Amendment probably is. They're leaving class because, well, it's nice outside and they're kids. Don't give me this. Oh, they're marching on the Capitol showing they're in. And you know why nobody's listening to them? You want to know why? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because they don't fucking matter because they can't vote. <laughs> and I hate to laugh at all you punk-ass high school kids, but it's fucking true. Well, we'll be able to vote in three years. Okay, and you'll forget about all this. Yeah, you will. Mark my words. You're going to forget about all this bullshit. You're going to be you're going to be wrapped up in your old 18-year-old life where you think you're an adult but you're really not because 18 only means you can fucking die for your country now. You can no longer smoke, you can't drink, you couldn't drink for the longest time. You're 18. Congratulations. Whoop de doo. You can be tried as an adult. In Texas we learned that one at the age of 17. So don't tell me the reason why, and, and by the way, the reason why that nobody's shaking in their boots is because they're high school kids. I'm sorry that you don't matter. Just don't. Can't vote. Fuck off. Hell, I could pass a law today that 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 forces that forces military service on all 18 year olds. If I was if I was in a, in Congress, I could pass a law that says in the year da da da. Like in two years, when you turn 18, you have to serve two years in the military. And you know what you can do about it, you high school punks? Nada. You know how many old fuckers like me would vote that in? Right here. Uh, the tran on your can fan page is killing me. Hold on, which one is it? Uh, you've heard of Elf on the Shelf? Get ready for trans on a can. Yeah, I, I like that one. That one is good. You can lop off your dick as a kid, but not allowed to even smoke until 21 now. I know, right? <sighs> you just... <laughs> Oh, it, it just makes me laugh. Um, I thought it was queer on the beer. It can be that, too. A transgender actor, uh, Hari Neff, is to be in the new Barbie film. Based on the Mattel toy Barbie marketed, uh, will feature a transgender Hari Neff as detailed in a promotional image. Uh, is she supposed to be playing a female? Um, uh, wait a second here. Hold on. 
Um, she's playing Greta Gerwig's Barbie in the new Barbie movie. Uh, now, look, the, the new Barbie movie, but uh, let me let me just get this straight. We're going to have a transgender, a man, play a female role. Now, wasn't it just, I don't know, wasn't it just a couple, maybe a year ago? There we go. That John Leguizamo came out and wrote a scathing piece about how dare anybody except a Latino play a Latino in a Latino role. Somebody who's actually played an Asian in some roles that he's been in. But but, but, but this is the new thing now in Hollywood. If you're playing a Chinese person, you've got to be Chinese. You can't be Japanese. You can't be Korean no more. you got to be Chinese. You play a Latino, you got to be Latino. But to play a woman, you can be a man. <laughs> I, I I don't even know what the rules are anymore. But we 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 are we are full on in berserker world. <laughs> By the way, why? I mean I mean look I know why. But th- this is, th- look, 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 you got to look at the bigger picture. I hope every woman, and by woman, I know what a woman is. Um, I hope every woman listening to this remembers this. Because the star of this movie is Margot Robbie. And if I was Margot Robbie... And I understand that she doesn't want to do this because the war right now will take her out. The transgender army will, ta- will take her out. But what happened to women standing up for other women? Why is Margot Robbie coming out and going, I'm sorry, no, um, this person uh, is, is, is a man who's playing a woman. She took a job away from a woman. A working actress. She took a job away from a working actress. They should have Barbie flop out a CGI cock in the movie. They didn't watch Jenny Jones and what happened to the surprise. I'm trans and have a crush on you person, obviously. Yep. The only way this film works is if Ben Spiller reprises his role in Tropic Thunder to join the cast. Fair is fair. Remember when John Wayne played Genghis Khan? Yeah. Or no, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. played a black guy in a role, but nobody ever has a problem with that. It was funny. He shouldn't have to apologize for it. I thought it was funny. There was a reasoning behind that. The, the explanation behind that was genius. Now, when you put on blackface just to put on blackface to make fun of somebody like, I don't know, Carl Malone or even Chris Rock, I think that's a little different. But, hey, I, I, I don't know because those people are all forgiven. Oh, that's right, and Howard Stern when he did it too. Oh, and, and the, the premier of or the, uh, the, the chancellor or whatever the guy is who runs Canada. Old Frenchy, old Pierre. Yeah, he he was caught like four or five times in college wearing blackface, but it's okay. It's okay. Oh, by the way, 
I posted something on social media yesterday. A very upset face or a, a very worried looking face, little emoji type deal. I have what be could be the greatest crank call in the history of crank calls coming up today. I will do it after the Joe Murphy segment because I want to make sure someone is there and answers. Now, some people might say this is going too far, but we here at this show don't know what the words too far is. That's all I'm going to say. When I, when I thought of this idea yesterday, I could not stop laughing. I, I could not stop laughing. And I was told that this is probably a call I shouldn't make, but that just, that just fueled me more. So I will be making that call today, just to let everybody know. Something to look forward to. That's what we call a super-duper tease right there. Uh, one more story about these fucktards. Um, the state of California hates women, just to let you know. California is leading other blue states in their fight against a West Virginia law banning biological males from girls' sports, and it's made its way all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, use the granny. You know, I, 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 no, I can't use the granny voice on this one. So you'll understand. I do like using the granny voice when her husband, Harold, doesn't lift up the toilet seat. Those are fun. But today's call, very special. Um, Tuesday, California's Democratic Attorney General Rob Bonta, let's see, led uh, the brief in the case BPJ versus West Virginia State Board of Education and called West Virginia law an absolute legislative effort targeting transgender school children. Preventing transgender elementary kids from living regular lives through legislative action is absurd and dangerous. No child should be denied the opportunity to have a normal childhood or play school sports because of their gender. First of all, first of all, those kids, their normal childhood has been completely altered. They don't have a normal childhood. They don't know what the fuck is going on. And do you know, do you know who else doesn't have a normal childhood? Any other kid in that fucking neighborhood. Let me just tell you this right now. And, and, and I'm not ashamed to say this, and I'm not afraid to say this. If, if, if little Arnie Jr. is in the neighborhood... And we got a kid that, that mama and daddy decided, well, he ain't a boy no more. Yeah, he ain't a boy no more. He's a little girl. And they're the same age. They're, I don't know, second grade together. And that kid's starting to dress like a girl. I, I, I set little Arnie Jr. down. I go, hey, you can't play with him anymore. You can't play with him anymore. I'm sorry, you can't. No, because I, it's just you don't want to be a part of that. You just don't want to be a part of that whole mess that's happening over there. And it will be a mess. 
Yeah, I, I, look, look, I'm sorry, but you have changed because you're altering these other kids because you know what you're doing these other kids? These other kids come home, and then they have to be explained to at the age right then and there because you're so fucking important that now every parent in the neighborhood has to explain this to their children at this age. Not when they wanted to talk to them about it, but when you forced them to talk about it. You're that important. Congratulations. We're finally paying attention to you. Ugh. Oh, look at that straight fire all up in the house. Well, Lottie frickin' Good morning, ass family. Sorry for the tardy. No. As a Californian, I stand with West Virginia on this one. Yes, as well you should. I, I don't understand. What gets me, what just, and I have my hands up right now, and, and the, 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 please. I don't understand female athletes who support this. I don't. Now, I don't think that every single transgender is going to take a sporting uh, a role away from a girl because, look, look all those guys are going to be dorks and losers anyway. But isn't one too many? Isn't denying one girl her opportunity to get on the sports field, isn't that one too many? Didn't women fight really, really, really hard to get these opportunities, to get Title IX, as much as I don't like Title IX, they still work their ass off for it. And now you're taking it all away from them? Because you didn't have enough attention paid to you as a child, so now you're going to use your child to get this attention? Shame on you. Chazman says, morning, ass family. Today is my Friday this week. Let's get shit done. Amen. We will, my friend. If you're, look, look, and here's the thing. I would love to have a conversation with a lady who's in sports who says this isn't a big deal. I'd love to have a conversation with them. I'd love to have a conversation with somebody that can tell me how America is better since uh, Joe Biden has taken over. I will sit and have conversations with these people. Now, which means I will listen to them, and I will offer a retort, and then I'll, 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 they'll offer their retort to my retort, and after that, that's when I can call them a fucking retard. But I will have a conversation with them. And as far as... Um, What's going on, Bubba? Somebody here? Ain't nobody here, dummy. Um, as far as the sporting goes, to get one girl off the team for one man, that, that no, that's cheating. You know how serious I take sports? It, it, at all levels, from high school up. Look, look you, you want to you ruin the YMCA leagues and those kind of leagues? All right. I, I, you won't see this happen in travel ball and shit like that. I still don't know how Major League Baseball, like, like, I, I, is it the Yankees that have a female hitting coach? I still don't know how that happens. 
that that one's lost on me because why why do you have a hitting coach in Major League Baseball that never played Major League Baseball? And I'm pretty sure that yeah, I can trust my knowledge on Major League Baseball. There's never been a woman who's played Major League Baseball. Arnie, you can't say YMCA. It's Y question mark C A. We'll just call it the Y then. See, that way everybody will be happy because the Y is mentioned. There's no X mentioned, but there are Ys mentioned. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that they allow it to be even called the YMCA anymore. I mean, with the M and the C. The Y or the what? Jesus. All right. Enough of that, all that crazy shit. Um, there's a couple of really terrible stories to report, but I have to report them because I want you to know that bad things happen all the time. A Kentucky high school football player died just days after spring football where he suffered a head injury. Um, Pulaski County High School suffered an injury Friday from the final day of spring practice. No words can explain it. This stuff happens. I, I don't like doing these stories. Um, and, and it just points out once again, the sports are dangerous. As much as I revere sports and I love watching sports, sports are dangerous. The Rangers the other night. Had a guy who got hit right in the mouth, 88 mile an hour. I, I don't know if it was a slider or what, but it didn't slide. Hit him right in the fucking mouth. He went down, busted open. And to his credit, he was back at the ballpark the next day, wanted to start, but they didn't play him. But baseball's a dangerous game. Football's, a, football's even more of a dangerous game. And this is the kind of stuff that can happen. You can try to legislate it all out. You can try to make every safeguard in the world out there. And, and, and this is, I think this is the problem with mankind. Is that we think that we can, we can figure out ways to make everything so safe and so secure and so great. But we can't. That's a part about you, like that. That it's a hard part of life about that you have to give up is that you do not really have as much control as you think you do. How many stories do we hear all the time about a random stray bullet hitting someone and killing them? That person was probably in their home, minding their own business, probably not, a, not, not up to no good or anything like that. They're just sitting there minding their own business. They might be reading the Bible, reading a paper, reading, I don't know. And boom, it happens. It's tragic. It's horrible. It means your time is up. But with all that control you had, and you could have had 16 locks on your door, and, and that person, they could have had every window bolted perfectly. And this random shot happens. 
And it's like this football thing. See, this is why we can't try to make football so safe. Because there's always going to be something that gets in. You can try and try, and you can change the game all you want. Look how safe the NFL is. Yet we had a young man who had an alleged heart attack on the field this year. Why? Because those things happen. And instead of throwing your hands up going, we need to ban football, we got to stop them tackling. This is my main point here is that I don't know anything about this kid. I don't know anything about the rules that they play in. But see, I, I, and, and I'm not going to do the I told you so here. But a lot of these leagues now, they don't let you tackle until you're like 14 or f- like 14 years old. If you don't learn how to tackle before you're 14, ooh, there's going to be a lot of injuries that happen. Because that's when you learn in those early ages. But we've taken that away because football is so violent. Just saying. As the Adam West Batman famously said, some days you should just get rid of a bomb. Yep. Now, now this story is not from America. But once again, this is in there. It, It could happen. A man with a hatchet burst into a daycare center in Brazil killing four kids. Authorities say an attack that shook the country but put pressure on the government to curb rising tide of violence. At least four other kids were wounded in the attack in a city of 366,000 in the southern Brazilian near Atlantic coast. So an old boy went into a school with a machete. A machete. And he hacked up four kids. Now, I ain't trying to be a dick here or nothing. But once again, see, and I know this is Brazil. It's where we don't care because it's Brazil. Fuck them. I just want to point something out. He did more damage with a machete than somebody did with an AR-15. Kid-wise. I know that the AR-15 person got six people. Three of them were kids. One was a hunted kid. The other kid was trying to, to fight off the blocker. I don't know about the third kid. I don't know if kids were. I know one kid was the target because it was a preacher's kid and the preacher wasn't there. Trying to show you that crazy will get to them no matter what. We can outlaw guns, probably like they've outlawed guns in Brazil. And what did this guy do? Got a machete. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to securing schools. Now, once again, this is Brazil, and I'm not going to talk for them. I mean, they could put a couple of orangutans out in front. I, I don't know. I don't know what's in their rainforest down there. Get a couple of really venomous fucking scorpions, put them outside there, put that. I, I, I don't know. But I do know that this same story could possibly happen in America. 
Oh, it's it not likely because we we have the we we have too many guns available to us. And look, the other day that we have a story going on here in the Metroplex, uh, terrible story. Seven year old kid shot himself in the face, died. In a gun he found in his brother's room. Brother's like fifteen. Now there's problems that fifteen year olds got a handgun. I ask the same question all the time. I've asked it since Columbine. Where are the parents? I know that the parents in Columbine knew those kids had guns. Those parents knew that they had guns. Why don't you ask yourself a question? I want you to take yourself back to when you were like 14 or 15 years old. And I want you to think about what would happen if your daddy or your mama found a gun in your room. I'll let you think about it for a second. I can tell you what would happen in my house. Uh, my ha- but The police probably would have been called. Because my dad, my dad was not a fan of guns after being in the war. He never raised me on guns, but he respected them. He didn't like them anymore because of what he had to do. And he knew what their purpose was for. But I guarantee you, if I would have had a fucking handgun hidden under my bed and my daddy or my mama found that shit, I would have had my ass whooped. And my parents would have known about it. Mage! Oh, my goodness. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, Mage says, good morning, ass. And AIG, sorry for being late. Had a Zoom meeting in one ear and the show in the other. I run a youth football league here in Colorado. When we start third grade, that's when they learn to tackle. The parents love it. Good. It should be that age. You're absolutely right. You're 100% right. You should learn to tackle at that early age. Hell, we were tackling earlier than that, playing Schmear the Queer and shit like that. They found a gun in my room. I would be given a sleeping bag and a backpack full of clothes and told to get the fuck out. Yeah. LOL, that would have been my last day on earth. I had guns at that age. I didn't go out and shoot up the schools or innocent people. Rifles, not handguns, though, because it was legal back then. Not handguns, though. Oh, I knew people my age that had shotguns and rifles, and they went hunting with their parents. I never grew up hunting. I, I never went hunting. My dad wasn't a hunter. Like I said, he didn't like guns anymore. I don't have a problem with them. I, I, can th- I don't have any, but I will fight fucking tooth and nail to make sure you can keep yours legally. Parents gave me a rifle and a shotgun when I turned 13, birthday and Christmas gifts. Yeah, that's that's normal. Man, MJF promo on AEW I thought was awesome. MJF was pretty damn good last night. He, he is an entertainer, I'll tell you that much. Boy, oh boy, I hope the WWE tries to get him so they can bury him like they've buried Cody Rhodes. My boys are a part of our local trap shooting team. Yeah, and, and once again, once again, you see, 
I mention this because I know that y'all are good parents and y'all are a part of your kids' lives. You would be weirded out if your kids owned guns and you didn't know about it or you weren't there to purchase them for them. If all of a sudden they've got an arsenal in their room, you're going to be like, ah, we might need to talk about this. And all I'm saying is this. That if kids don't get guns, they'll get knives, they'll get, they'll get whatever they can get, or not even kids, or these fucking crazy people. Pressure cooker bombs. It's like you can learn how to make all this shit on the internet. So why kids shouldn't be on the internet? But that's a whole different discussion. These crazy people, no matter how much you want to legislate guns and take them out of the hands of good people because that's what the laws end up doing. The bad people don't follow the laws. The bad people are still going to have illegal guns. Oh, I I, I hate to break that news to you. But, you know, murder and stealing has been illegal forever, and, well, that's still going on on a daily basis. Crazy people, to to finish their plans, will fucking finish it. Some people use guns. Some people use rented trucks from Home Depot. But one thing we don't ever talk about, and this is why I, I, I try to, I, I, I'm not yelling, I'm trying to have a, a normal conversation here, is securing the school's. Until that becomes a reality or at least a talking point, I'm not going to pay attention anymore. I'm going to say how sad it is, and I'll report the stories about it, and I'll ask the same questions. Well, how in the fuck did they get in? Oh, this is a charter school. It should be this way. It should be that way. No, if you get any kind of fucking school charter, it means you're getting some sort of tax breaks, which means the federal government can come in and tell you how to secure your fucking school. The end. Stop talking about banning guns. Stop talking about mental health. By the way, most people that commit heinous crimes are mentally fucked up. Do we really need to have the conversation? Well, we need to look at mental health here. Four of the last six shooters have been fucking been treated for mental health, including fucking transgenderism. And we want to debate that there's some talk about mental health there. People of, of their right mind do not fantasize about shooting up fucking buildings. We've got to talk about mental health. Well, you, you mean you've got to waste my time? Well, we've got to talk about banning guns. So you're talking about wasting my time because those kids' lives don't matter to you. All that matters to you is your political platform that you want to abolish the Second Amendment. Okay, fantastic. Now we can have a conversation because I know what it's truly about. It's not for saving children's lives. It's for your political gains. Because you can put that feather in your cap that you're one of the the groundbreaking senators or representatives that passed legislation to upheave the Second Amendment. And you'll go down as a bigger footnote in history because your legacy is what matters to you. 
So stop, stop, stop using these dead children as your springboard for your platform. And if you're not, then I have a challenge for you. If you're a high-ranking senator, you probably have some sort of security detail. I remember when I was inducted into the Nevada Broadcasting Hall of Fame, um, that shitbag guy from Nevada, I can't think of his name, I hate him. Um, Harry Harry Reid. Harry Reid had like 15 security guards. I could see that they were armed. So if you're so anti-gun, if you're so no-gun, have your security detail unarmed. That's my challenge for you. I can already tell you, challenge will not be accepted. Oh, no, I I can't do that. No, no, I, I can't. By the way, um, it's time to get the FBI mobilized or the CIA or Washington, D.C. police to go to Dr. Anthony Fauci's house, uh, serve a no-knock warrant, just kick in his door, and then brutally take him down with the canine unit for perjury time after time after time because now... Not even Chinese scientists claim that COVID jumped to humans inside the Wuhan market in a blow to natural animal origin theory. So even the scientists in China say, nope, that's not how it got here. Beijing-affiliated researchers ruled that there was no proof to definitely say that the virus jumped from animals to humans in a now-infamous market in Wuhan. I, I, I mean, I, I know, right? I, I, I know. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Golly. I can't believe it. I'm shocked. What? What? You mean it wasn't a rabid dog that was in the marketplace and it was feasting on a dead bat and then it it sneezed on a human and then the human got COVID and infected the rest of the earth? That it was a dog that was patient zero? Or a raccoon? Possum, probably? Squirrel? I'm, I'm shocked. I, I, I'm mortified. I can't believe the scientists didn't tell us the truth. You know, you, you know what this calls for. The, 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 right here. Fuck your mama. Anthony Fauci. Fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. Yeah, that, that's right. I said it. I said I'm not taking it back. Doctor Anthony Fauci. Fuck your mama. One second here. We might make another phone call here. Dr. Anthony. Um, 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 um.
Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't see a phone number there. Any national, oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, there we go. There's a phone number. Uh, oh, let, let's call it here, uh, shall we? Uh-huh. Um, star six, seven. Three, oh, one. Four, nine, six. Two, two, six, three. As an answering machine. NIAID Office of Director MB is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the tone. When you have finished, please hang up or press the pound key for more options. Uh, yes, this message is for Dr. Fauci. Um, after they report the Chinese scientists are debunking the animal-to-human transfer, I would just like to say, man, fuck your mama. There you go. There you go. I, I, I left him a message. I, le- I, le- I left him a message. Ogre says, I'm surprised the Justice Department isn't investigating research. Donald Trump were developing the COVID virus in his Mar-a-Lago biological lab. You know what? Would that surprise you? Would that surprise you? Oh, they're going to come after. I'm I'm just going to tell you right now, this is round one. This bullshit investigation that they're having in New York is round one. When he starts to really pull ahead in points, that's when they're going to put the fucking Moderna and all that. They're going to put all that on him. And Joe had nothing to do with it. Democrats were hesitant to take the shot. Just saying, just wait. That's their big one there. That's the money shot. That's that's their, you know, good night, folks. The Hail Mary, if you will. And they will use it. And, And by the way, they'll use it because they're going to have to use it. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. We'll take a break, and uh, th- this break we'll take um, because Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is coming up next. That's right, and we got to talk Masters. we got to talk um, LSU basketball, all, all kinds of stuff that's happening. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. <laughs> Same as my daddy and his daddy before. 
You hardly ever saw granddaddy down here You only come to town about twice a year You buy a hundred pounds of yeast and a copper line Everybody knew that it made me shine Copperhead Road Mountain Daddy ran a whiskey in a big black Dodge Bought it at an auction at the Mason's Lodge Shots of candy sheriff painted on the side Shot a coat of primer and looked inside Well, him and my uncle tore that engine down I still remember that rumbling sound And then the sheriff came around in the middle of the night Heard mama crying that something wouldn't right He's headed down to Knoxville with a weekly load Smell of whiskey burning down Copperhead Road From three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till daylight. 
sleep the morning away. I'd plan to take my wages, leave the rigs behind for good. But that life, it is contagious, and it gets down in your blood. I lived in Corpus with my brother. We were always on the run. We were bad for one another, but we were good at having fun. We got stoned along the seawall. We got drunk and rolled a car. We knew the girls at every dance hall. Had a tab at every bar. If I could live my life all over, it wouldn't matter anyway. Cause I never could stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. My brother had a wife and family. You know, he gave them a good home. But his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. Now, my brother lives in Houston, he married for the second time. He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer If I could live my life all live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay
Look in the mirror and despise the sight of everything How did I become? Level up my medicated Some might find intimidating That's alright, it don't bother me Thursday, but we'll get to that here in just a second. Um, what else are we going to talk about? I was going to promote something, but I don't know what I was going to promote. I don't know. If you missed the first hour, I, I can do this easy promotion. This first hour, no big deal. All you got to do is go to arnieradio.com. Become a member, and for $2.99 a month, it's all it costs. It's real affordable right now. It's about to go up, hopefully. Um, but uh, you can download every show that I've ever done. Like, if you missed an hour, you're like, holy shit, I missed an hour. You can go back and you can go, oh, my God, I missed this day. And you can go back and listen to that day. It's real easy to do. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com. All right, time to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy because we got a ton of stuff to talk about. Yard. Oh, your master's uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, please. Oh, uh, please hold. Okay. See, is uh, he? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's right here. I usually that happens, but we're working on the phone lines this week. Oh, okay, all right, all right. At Murphy Enterprises. We have Murphy and Associates. Yes. Uh, how are you, Joe? I'm doing well. I'm doing well as usual. I, you know, I'm wearing my. Uh, I'm wearing nothing underneath my white master's caddy uniform. Nice. That's well done. I, I've got a Caddyshack T-shirt on today, so uh, I, I, I'm in good company with you. Uh, before we get to talking all sorts of sports and Masters, um, I have sad news to report to you, Joe. I know that you spend a lot of time in Florida in your your your, your travels of sex around the world. Um, I need to wow, tell you a lot of Mar-a-Lago time. Um, I, I need to tell you that the the Flash Dancer Topless Go-Go Club in Orlando is being shut down because they were using underage girls. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, they should have known it was a problem when they hired the girls gone wild guy for their general manager. Yeah. They, I, and I mean, the sign looks like it was put up. It, this looks like it was in the original walking tall movie. You remember the story about Buford Pusser? Uh, this yeah. looks like it was yeah. in the original one, not that remade yeah. I, one. I, by the I know what you're talking about. I know exactly the movie you're talking about. Yeah. This looks like it was featured in that, and it was even an old club then. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I found this story this morning, and I just laughed that this fucking shit house is hiring 15-year-olds to work there in Orlando. Shocking. I know. That's, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, the one thing that you don't do, the, I mean, it, you know, the, it, the death penalty, the, the, 
the one stop closed down. It's like it's like if you went into the gaming commission, you went in here, went into a, a walked into a casino and a, a machine was saying like fifty percent payback or something. They shut the whole casino down. Oh god. So they don't mess with that. They don't mess with it. If we make enough money, we're fine. Let's just play by the rules. You think that, you know, I mean, uh, did this guy watch Ozark and then go start a club? You know, like he thinks every girl's gonna come in and give him a hummer for the interview. You know, and and it's just uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Where's this at? Where's this club at? It was in Orlando. I mean, prime stomping ground of the Epstein's. Yeah, in Orlando. Yeah, yeah there's, uh, there's no there's no deviant behavior going on in South Florida. No, no, not at all. Um, now, with that being said, we'll move on from your sexploits. Um, a lot of people were upset uh, at something that happened over the last weekend in the NCAA, and it was the NCAA women's game that got everybody so upset, the title game between Iowa and LSU. And uh, it came down to it. LSU whooped that ass. They won by like 15 points. Right. And one of the girls that played for Iowa the game before, they weren't supposed to win this game before. And by the way, this girl that plays for Iowa is like... She's like Steph Curry of women's basketball. Well, th- this girl is not only that, but the generosity she has, she's a philanthropist like no wonder. She's helping food banks all over Iowa as well. So before we get into... Before I get to, you know, smashing her down a couple levels... Um, this girl from Iowa is playing against South Carolina. South Carolina was undefeated going into the game, and Iowa handled their business, and this girl at the end of the game decided that she was going to talk some shit. And she did the John Cena, you don't see me, and I'm not going to guard you. I mean, it was, I mean, it was trash-talking at its finest. Now. Now, she was trash-talking towards the fine young ladies at LSU at this point, No, right? no, no, no. This was at the ladies at uh, South Carolina. But after she beat Carolina, the Gamecocks, the ladies Gamecocks, mind you, that uh, she started talking trash to them? Well, she she started talking trash to uh, South Carolina at the end of that game because they won. Right, okay, got it. So then we fast-forward to the LSU game, and LSU puts a beating on them, and LSU star... Decides to go and talk shit to her. She does, he can't see me, and then starts pointing at a ring finger saying, I'm fixing to get a ring. And some people came out and said that that was a classless move by the LSU girl. Now, the LSU girl happens to be black. The girl from Iowa is white. What do you think of this, Joe? Yeah, I kind of heard a little bit. I saw a little bit of this. Um, I think what you're leaning towards is that maybe the that the uh, the African American woman is experiencing a little more a little more uh, hate uh, because of her uh, because of her color than the white girl got for the tra- same trash talking. It, it seems that I mean I don't want to go down that road, yeah. but it it does seem that that the the girl from LSU is getting a lot more shit than the girl from Iowa got. I know. And you know what? I'm going to tell you what. See, a lot of purists, basketball purists, they really, they, and, and, and they got a lot of merit to this, uh, that it's a purer game. You know, they don't have the guy, you know, they're not shoving the ball down the basket like they're putting an olive in a martini. You know, they have to, you know, they, it's a purer game. They have to shoot. They always have to shoot the ball. You know, it's never just dunk or whatever. So uh, I, I, 
I think that uh, they should be allowed to trash talk, but and I, I don't want to sound sexist, but it just women trash talk and it just doesn't. It's like Roseanne Barr singing the national anthem. It yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, but 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 here's where I stand on it. This is where I stand. Um, if this girl from Iowa is allowed to talk her shit at the end of a game, then you better back that shit up. Because when you get caught on a national level talking that much shit, guess what? There are going to be people that are going to out-shit talk you, and they are coming for you, and you've painted a bullseye on you. And you right. got it. You got it. Right. I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair that girl. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, she has the right to trash talk, just like, just like Daisy May. The, the, uh, I mean, everybody's got the right to trash talk. I'm, you know, I, I think it's unfair that she was, you know, criticized more harshly than the other one. And I think, uh, you know, that that is unfair. It's what happens in society. Uh, uh, but uh, so I'm kind of, you know, that bothers me that she gets because that's sports. Sports is the one place. Well, you know, you talk about race relations in this country, you know, and everybody, and you know, sports is the one place where you see uh, ebony and ivory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Guys get along. Guys like they, even back when when the guys that were the you know, the black African American athletes had to stay at separate quarters and and couldn't eat in the same restaurants, stuff like that. They have pictures of them, you know, and they're and, and they're all just a team. The white guys, the black guys. It's like that's the one area, the one subculture of this uh, society that blacks, whites, that, 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 that Asians they get along is in sports because they have to. Right. I and mean, then they they learned that hey this guy's all right he's a, he puts on his uh, skinny jeans the same way I do. <laughs> you're you're absolutely right and and it took a long time it took people like Jackie Robinson to break down that border and break down those barriers to where we have sports today and people are accepted based on the merits of their talent and right but but, but when it comes down to it here's the thing. If you don't want people talking shit to you, then don't talk shit. Right, don't talk shit. Yeah, don't talk, you know, and especially, you know, if you are in the public eye, you have, everybody has every right to rip your game apart, man. You couldn't hit a ball in the butt with a bucket of beans or mm-hmm. a splat broadside. Of a, that's fine. But once you start going personal, that's where it's, it, it, you draw the line, you know, because when you put yourself out there, I mean, Victor Hoblin should be, well, are you, you're not at Maui. You're not in Maui today, Victor, you idiot. What the hell? That your tiger can't even see because of that thing. Your glare coming off it. I had to send him my. I had to send him those special SC on TV glasses so he could play today. You got the blue blockers going for him. God yeah. bless you. Yeah, Joe. that's right. The GE twos are wow. That's right. Yeah. Now I sent tiger though. Did you happen to see that the first lady Jill Biden came out and said, "Well, yeah, I'm gonna tell Joey." That because the Iowa girls played so good, we're gonna have them at the White House too. Well, no. I know we're gonna have both. No, gonna, this is no. why. This is why. What? What? Trash talk. You hit trash talk when you both get to go to the White. Yeah, the pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh, it'll be. We're gonna have uh, the Little League World Series chance. We're gonna have every Little League team yeah. come to the White House. No, it, it no. It's like sprinkles. Winners get the sprinkles. No, everybody is a participation trophy. No, you don't get to the winner gets to go. No, I mean, I mean, Jill, but Jill's, What's your point? My point is, Jill Biden is showing off her racist colors, tried and true. She's like, 
Ooh, I don't want those little little African girls from LSU coming. Damn Creole, damn Creole black dude. Uh, black Murphys are gonna find in this country, damn it. I want I want the the pale white wheat girls from Iowa coming to the White House. They the pretty girl that shoots from far away. <laughs> they don't steal. <laughs> they don't. They never were in a flash mob. They never found one of their nails laying on the floor after the game was over. They never found a weave in the locker room. <laughs> oh, all right. You know what? It, it, it's that time now, Joe. Joe, we've been waiting for it. We've been waiting a whole year for this. Are you ready? Hello, friends. Oh, it's that time to drive down Magnolia Lane. See the azaleas blooming. As we get ready to play the Masters. Oh, I'm so excited for today. I, I am- I got, I'm locked on Tiger Channel right now. Tiger Plus 1 through 4. Oh, shit. Oh, that's right, because you can watch it. You have to go to masters.org to watch it. Oh, yes, please. Okay, here's the, here's the coverage from the Joe uh, Wide World of Sports the television uh, information uh, station. You can watch it from until 9. It's on ESPN Plus with several like featured holes, featured groups until 9 on ESPN Plus. Then from 9 until, I think, I want to say, until like later this afternoon, it's on, I believe it's on regular ESPN all day today. Yes, yes, it will be on ESPN. Uh, it starts at 2 o'clock my time, uh, so I got time to run errands after the show. Uh, Tiger Woods is one over through four holes right now. I don't care for that. I'm not very happy about that. But Yeah, he just he just missed like an eight-footer. That he should have nailed it all. I well, I, I, this is one thing I, I won't be. I can't watch this because otherwise I won't be able to 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 focus on the show. Um, I know, I know, I know. And the other thing, I don't know what I, it was worse: see a tiger because I wanted to win, or seeing one of those slimy live live golfers walking around Augusta. Boy, this this whole live golf thing. This is taking on a fucking a a story of its own. How the players are, and, and it, you lead me great into the the first story we have before we get into the dinner itself. How frosty it was in there. Phil Mickelson, a two time winner of the Masters, sat in the corner and didn't say a word to anybody. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody would have talked to him. He's you know, he's always been a wallflower, that no good two bit bump. I mean, I mean, but but usually Phil is kind of like the life of the party, you, you know. Phil is Phil, and 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 he turned down an invitation to do a press conference before this. I think he's afraid of what he'll get bombarded with. You know, he's the guy. He's Mister Mister Live Golf, Live Golf. I still don't know how to say it. I'm gonna call it 54 Golf, whatever. Uh, I mean, he he, you know, they're there, and it's just like you know, they're. They're the, the the live golfers are like the the people that that act like um, everything's fine, but in the back of their head they're like, no, it's not. I, I mean, on the front I seem like I'm I'm really really happy over here, I'm making good money, but you know what? Uh, I'll never win the Masters. No. I'll never be able to say I put on the green jacket. I'm a loser. Okay. Uh, I look, look. I we'll we'll get into our picks here a little bit later. Um, this whole live thing is very interesting. There's a golfer who joined Live last year, and he was getting a lot of play early on last year, 
and he was getting played because he's black. His name is Harold Varner III. I know who he is. He's, he's, his kid almost picked up uh, the part three, one of my favorites, Wednesday at the Masters. Yeah. His kid almost picked up the other guy's ball. Oh, yeah, he had to scoop awesome. him up before his little kid almost picked up the guy's <laughs> ball. Um, He's come out, and at least he's honest. He joined the Live Tour. He says, I know what it was like to grow up without. I joined the Live Tour solely for the money. He says, all these people that are saying they're joining this tour to grow the game are liars. They're all liars. And, and he's calling out everybody on the Live Tour who said, oh, yeah, I'm joining it to grow the game. They joined it for the money. He says he wants to set a base for his family. And I have zero problem with this guy. Not a problem at all. He's an American, right? He's not like Jamaican or anything, right? No, no. He's a, he's from uh, uh, Wilmington, Delaware, I believe. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's American. You know, you got the DJs, the Jamaican. You got, uh, you know, yeah. That's what I thought. Harold Barner. The I've always didn't have a problem with him, and that's that's really that's really good. It's really nice. I mean, to come out and say that to have the the nuts and just tell the truth because you. How old is DJ? Johnson, how old's Dustin? Uh, he's yeah. probably 38, 37. Yeah, how many majors does he have? Maybe one or two, whatever. Uh, he's never, four or five. Never, huh? Do you think he's got five majors? Der- okay. Dustin Rory, Johnson. Rory's working on it. If Tiger doesn't win, I hope Rory gets to win. He'll give him a career grand slam then. Go ahead. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell you why Rory ain't going to win. I, I think DJ has maybe three. Doesn't he have a PGA and two U.S. Opens, or is it two PGAs and one U.S. Open? So he has three. Right. Look, look, and, and guys like Bru- uh, Brooks Kapka, the, the most boring man on the face of the earth, you know, he did something well, that... Steve Shambo is right up there, but yeah. Yeah, but 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 at least Kapka, uh, he won back-to-back U.S. Opens, which is pretty much unheard of, unless your name is Curtis Strange, because you don't win back-to-back U.S. Opens because the U.S. Open is the hardest golf tournament in the world to win. And yep. he won him back to back, and he left the tour, and he was doing fine money wise. I, 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 everybody was doing fine money wise, but I mean, this was an instant bam. What's yeah. that? The girls are going to girls, the colleges. You know, you ever notice how great male athletes always have like three girls and not any boys? You know, I mean, so they're all separate college. It was just an instant, you know, there's nothing like, especially when you got kids. Family, there's nothing like it, you know, and you get the misses off your back, you know what I'm saying? You know, instant security, like for the rest of your life. It's uh, that's a big, big reason. Bam. I mean, I don't like you. I'm, I'm on board with you. I don't blame anybody for doing that, but don't come back over here because you want to this, this prestigious, you know, amen corner, Augusta. Don't just you can't just pick and choose whatever you opted out so you don't get to play. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the Azaleas, okay? Yeah, I I mean, but but I will say this. I'm glad they're allowing Dustin Johnson because Paulina Gretzky was his caddy yesterday at the par three contest. I I would like to bid on her her coveralls just so I can (laughs) smell. I just want to smell the crotch area just, just for a little bit. It gets really hot, really muggy down in Augusta yeah. this time of year. Oh, I know yeah. that. And, and, and it's funny you mentioned that because I, I was thinking, you know what? I was telling my friends, I got I to gotta remember to tell Arnie tomorrow. I got to remember to tell him I screwed up really big. I should have been a pro golfer. 
I totally screwed up. I totally should have been a pro golfer. I see this Matthew Fitzpatrick comes on. He's got braces. He looks like he's a 14-year-old kid and his nuts haven't dropped yet. He's got braces and he's, uh, and he's talking about uh, this, you know, his new Tonka truck he got yesterday. <laughs> and this Toddy Platani, slutty Platani, top of the line supermodels right there. Oh, and, she, and I'm just like, see? I knew I should have been a pro golfer. Yep. Uh, Jenny US6 says, what's the penalty if they opted to play on live but decide to return the PGA? There's a penalty or wait time before they can? No. Uh, no, I don't think the PGA will take them back. I, I, I think once they've left, they, they're going to have to spend probably five years outside. I mean, I don't think they should be able to play it, but then you got, like I said, you got the PGA. The Masters is making its own call, and the USGA, that's a whole different operation. And if you want it to be the hardest tournament in the world, then, then they've got to allow the, every, the big best talent. So yeah. that, but the PGA stops, the PGA championship, you know, the hell with you. You guys got yeah. your own tour. Go over and play in that one. And then, uh, but uh, when it comes to the USGA events, I think uh, I, I don't have a problem with them playing. Okay. Um, now let's talk about this dinner. Every year the Masters has uh, the, the champions dinner, whoever won last year. Gets to pick the dinner and all 33 champions. I mean, I can't imagine what it would be like in that room. That would be the most magical golf room to ever be in. I mean, and it started back with Ben Hogan's days. Can you imagine it back when Nicholas Hogan, Palmer were in there, Player was in there, uh, Sandy Lyle, who, by the way, Sandy Lyle's still alive and still playing in the goddamn tournament today. His Sandy- last one today, playing his last master today, Sandy God. Lyle. Jesus, he's 300 years old. He he fucking invented golf. I mean, when you have man boobs, it's time to step away. So um, before I ask you, because I have a, a, a very poignant question, this is what Scotty Sheffer, former Longhorn, served at the dinner. Uh, an appetizer of cheeseburger sliders that uh, included uh, french fries on top. Okay. Uh, he had a firecracker shrimp. A sweet Thai chili in sriracha mayo, pass. Then he had some tortilla soup, avocado, crispy blue tortilla strips, sour cream, cilantro, lime. Okay. I want now. you listen, Arnie. I want you to work with. I want you to roll the lips. Tortilla. tortilla. Roll the lips. Tortilla. tortilla. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. Then it, this is what you could have here. This was his main idea: a Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish. Family-style mac and cheese, jalapeno cream corn, fried Brussels sprouts, and seasoned fries, and then he had like a pizuki, the 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 cookie in the in the in in the in the pan with the ice cream on top. On a on a scale of one to ten, what do you give that menu? I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm gonna go to five. Uh, see. See, the, the, the ribeye saved it for me. Uh, the ribeye didn't save it. It, was, yeah. it had nothing going. I'm not a spicy guy with all that other stuff. But, you know, I, I like them starting off with the sliders, unpretentious. Yeah. You know, they, you know, you know the, the, the old money people down there were like, oh, I can't believe he served it. But he said, that yeah, but then he went on. But, yeah, like you said, the, the, the entree there, the meat saved it. Uh, but I'll, I'll give it a five. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give it about maybe five and a half. And see, in, in – now, you know what? I like your five. Here's the deal. 
if you serve steak, I, I appreciate that you're going to have family-style mac and cheese, but but I, I'm from the old school. I'm, I'm old. If you're going to have to have steak, you have to have some sort of potato. You have to have, I, I don't care if it's julienne. I don't care if it's fried. I don't care if it's hash brown. I don't care if it's baked. There should be some sort of, of mashed potato or something. Yeah. Yeah, that goes because with that. With the mac and cheese, you gotta have that starch. You gotta have that potato there. Which yeah. you're gonna go with the red with the red meat. You don't put a potato with you know with a salmon. You no. could, but I don't like it. You put it, but you gotta put a potato, some sort of potato in with that red meat, right? All right, so Joe, let's say that 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 somehow you won the Masters. What somehow? I'm that close. Uh, Joe Murphy wins the Masters, and Joe Murphy has to come up with two appetizers. If a soup, if you want a soup, you can put a soup in, and then two main courses and a dessert. Okay. Well, first off, I have a forty-four long. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. For my jacket, for my jacket, right. and Scheffler. I, I, can Tiger put it on? Really? Because I, you know, I, I <laughs> okay. Then the entree. I mean, the appetizer, the right? Appetizer, yeah. I'm probably running late, and I and I and I call for a blooming onion. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's see. An appetizer for me. What would I go with? Ah, uh, boy. Well, first off, they better serve some nice warm bread. That, you know, before, yeah, uh, yeah, you got to have but, the bread, uh, yes. Yeah, you got to have the bread. And that appetizer comes out. I don't want, you know, I'm going to be, man. Oh, boy. How about, how about, I want something because I'm going to go with some red meat later. So I'm going to go with some kind of a, uh, you got kind of, Gordon Ramsay whip me up some kind of a lobster crab Ooh. or something kind of mm. on a cracker type, you know, lobster crab, some kind of seafood appetizer. Maybe, maybe, maybe his, uh, his, uh, oh, his scallops. Put some mussels in there. I don't yeah. know. Let's have at it. Okay. All right. All right. So you got your appetizer, little, little, little seafood, little, little, get little the seafood. It's tangy. It'll get us moving. It'll get us shaking, you know, and so. Uh, and then what's my next? What's coming out next? Uh, you can have another appetizer if you want, or you can have a soup. Okay, I'm gonna. I would. I would offer uh, a super. I'm gonna offer a super salad. I'm gonna go with nice. a nice uh, a soup or salad because you, you know me. I'm, I'm gluten free right now. Okay, so, good, good, uh, good. I'm gonna go with yeah. So good super salad, and the soup would be uh, probably some kind of. Uh, I don't know. Is it good to go with? Should I go with another seafood, like a clam chowder? Should I just go with a nice, like a nice uh, chicken noodle or something? Oh, yeah, let's go with a hearty chicken noodle. A hearty chicken noodle. Okay, at the master's <laughs> dinner. Chicken noodle soup. Okay. Okay. All right. I, uh, I better get some takers. Uh, by the way, what kind of salad? Just a, a regular uh, garden salad, a Caesar salad? What kind of salad uh, are you going to have? Yeah, you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to go with the house. It's just gonna be your your house salad. I if if if, if somebody talked me into the Caesar, I'll go with the Caesar. Uh, but uh, you know, just some kind of salad. But uh, I would go with the garden variety. I'm gonna offer them a blue cheese. Uh, let's see, a blue cheese. You gotta have that ranch in there, and I'm talking the real buttermilk ranch. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe you you gotta have Thousand Island for me because that's Thousand Island, and then the basic vinegar and oil. Yeah. Okay, all right, so house salad. Now your main event, your main course. What are you going to be serving? I am going to go. Boy, this is a toffee waffy. Um, 
You know, like, I mean, some, I, you know, I'm going to go, I want a hardy cut. Give me a hardy cut with, uh, 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 you know, I, prime rib is too cliche. I want to maybe go with, uh, I like your tomahawk. Okay. You know, All right. Maybe All in right. the shape of a golf club. Oh, you know, yeah, like, there you go. <laughs> the nine uh, iron. What's up? You call it the nine iron. Is that what they call the tomahawk steak? No, no, they don't, but I mean, you could call oh. it that. Yeah, I usually call it the wedge when it's coming out. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, I, want your, I want your hottest, I want the ghost pepper, I want the hottest thing you've got. The waiter brings it. The guy eats it, and he's like, oh my God, oh my God, bring me some ice cream, bring me some ice cream. The waiter brings some ice cream. And then he hits the bathroom and it's you know, not going well in there. And you hear him and they're screaming, when's the ice cream coming? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with like a filet, like a, a okay. A, a, I want a tender strip steak, do you want filet, something like that. Is okay. what I'm going to go with. But obviously there's going to be people that are going to want fish. But if there is one sighting of tofu in that building, I will, I will be outraged. I, I'll walk. I'll, I'll be I gone. I'll walk. Uh, I'll go key off. I'll go make a divot on the ninth green. <laughs> uh, let's see. Swooshes, potato skins, and shrimp skewers, elevated vegetable beef soup, ahi tuna, filled minion sides, mashed red potatoes with zucchini and squash and butter, dessert, hot fudge sundae. Joe, what yes, is yes, your dessert? Yes, in the kitchen. Yeah, Joe, what is your dessert? My dessert, I'm going to go with... Some kind of a chocolate lava cake with, uh, you know, it's got to be real chocolatey with some ice cream, something like, like that. Like, uh, like a, uh, I got to have some, some kind of a chocolate cake and some ice cream. Okay. All right. That, 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 that sounds like a great menu. Now, the next year when you put the jacket on me and I get to make dinner. So this would be my menu. Well, hold on. I got to go get a stepladder and get the, the jacket <laughs> on. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> go ahead. All right, so I'm, I'm going to have two appetizers. Whoa, okay. We're going to have either uh, crab cakes, because I, I don't get to eat crab cakes a lot, but they are delicious. So I, I like crab them. cakes. Uh, and crab cakes and potato skins, because potato skins are the greatest appetizer known to mankind. Um, for soup, I, I, I like your super salad idea. The salad will be a Caesar salad for me. Um, that's what I'll be offering. And the soup will be a broccoli cheese soup because that's about the only soup that I fucking can handle. Uh, sir, broccoli cheese? Uh, broccoli cheese served with cornbread. Yeah, because that's important. You got to put the cornbread in there. Otherwise, it's just soup once again. Okay, all right. I get that. Yeah. My main course, and, and if people want fish, they can go down to the fish market and get it. We're well, going to have. Thank you, people. We are going to have tomahawk wagyu beef steaks. I'm talking wagyu. about the A5. I'm talking about flown over from Japan itself. I want A5 wagyu fucking uh, tomahawk. Yeah. Now, you. Wait, you- no. Wait till Mark Hideki Matsuyama's like, he's like, throws his plate back, the same old crap. You know, he's like. <laughs> and then I'm going to throw you for a loop here. You ready for this one? Yep. We have an open potato bar. Oh, yeah. no, not you're going to the sizzler. Yeah. You're going to go, you're going <laughs> to, wow. But you know, you, you and, and, and you know, I wonder if anybody, you know, like when we go to Shakey's with my friends 
family. She'd buy one plate. It was shaky or a straw hat or whatever. And if somebody goes get salad, then the next guy takes the plate up there. Mm. You know, it's like really like, uh, you know, you're talking about talking about skipping and shit. And I remember that. I was appalled. We didn't have much money. But when we went to Shakey's or Straw Happy, whatever, we each got our own salad bar. Thank you very much. Oh, it yeah. was like, you know, I mean, that's, this was ridiculous. I remember that. Okay, you go get some now. And I was, okay, now I'm good. Thank you. You know, like, but uh, I like that, that open potato bar. You yeah. are just, you, yeah. you, you, I mean, the, 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 the old money has now walked out of the place. Oh, they're, they're, they're blown the away. They're blown away because we have a station for baked potatoes. We have all gratin potatoes. We have French fried potatoes. We have every kind of potato you want at the open <laughs> potato bar. Now, <laughs> the, final me, uh, the final thing would be my dessert. Now, there's a cake that my mom used to make that I love, but nobody, Braddy Kid made it really, really close and really, really good. Uh, it's called Neiman Marcus cake, but I wouldn't serve that. I would serve pineapple upside down cake and homemade vanilla ice cream from Bluebell. That would be my dessert. Boom. And, and people would want me to win the Masters every year just for my food. They were, you lost me at the, uh, I'm, a, I'm a, just because I'm a real chocolatey kind of guy at dessert. I would still have the vanilla ice cream. I'd probably have a sliver of your pineapple upside down just to, you know, just to, because I, you know, I'd, I'd probably love it, you know, but. Uh, um, you know what, Joe? I, yeah. I would slip you a Snicker bar. I, I, I'd be like, here you go, Joe. I, I, I know you're a chocolate hey, guy. Here you go. Hey, now, I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. You got a round table at the champion's dinner. You got. You got six couples at the table. You and your significant other. Who are your five other couples at that table? Oh wait, wait, no, no, significant others don't get to go to this dinner. Oh this right, that's just... right. So okay, so oh, that's true. That's just champions. Yeah, this is just the champions. No, there are no significant others there. Well, what about a champion in this sack? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joe, okay. you, you so, would be alone so in that I, room. There's, there's six of you. I only know six of you at the table. There's no significant others. That I will take that to note. I did not mm -hmm. know that. Um, that it's good to see there is some still some apartheid going on at the Masters. <laughs> um, but uh, so so you're six. You got you there. Uh, who are your five others at your table? The, the the five past champions I'd sit with, do they have to be alive or can they just be all time? Well, I don't know how they're sitting at today the table last night they were dead, but okay. go ahead. Uh, I mean, Bernie could come if you're that guest. Uh, so today's, I, I would sit with the five people I'd sit with, of course, Tiger Woods. Right. Um, I would sit with uh, Jordan Spieth, um, Ben Crenshaw, Scotty Scheffler, and... Boy, oh boy, the fifth one, probably Jack Nicholson. I, I, I'd i let Nicholas sit there with him because he and Tiger could talk, and then I could talk to my Longhorn fellas. Because I, I got Crenshaw, right. I got Scheffler, and I got Spieth, all Longhorns, all Masters winners. That's who I'd have. Who would you have? So I had me there. Um, I don't know, but maybe they'll pull up a chair, but I, I'd invite you over, Artie. To I appreciate table. that. Of course you have an open seat, Joe. Come on now. Yeah, I get a chair over here and get me a Dr. Pepper. Set. Exactly. These are my people. Uh, of course, Tiger, you know that. Of course, I'd have Tiger there. Yeah, Jack. I'd have Jack because Tiger would kind of be upset if we didn't have Jack. Right, right, right. Uh, Arnie, Arnie has since passed, has he not? Yes, yes. Uh, oh, shit. You know who else? I, you know what? 
Actually, Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson is not sitting at my table. Fred Couples is sitting at my table. Fuck you, Jack. You're too goddamn slow. Get out. Whoa. Yeah, yeah plus Jack. You, better, you need some Metamucil or anybody? Can yeah, I, I, I forgot about uh, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie's sitting at my table. I'm not a huge Freddie fan. But... What the hell is so wrong I, with you? Are you high? Go ahead. Are you high on crack? Freddie Couples is the greatest. He's a good kid. Oh. I do like him. You know what? It's Bubba, you know, it's Bubba Watson that I really don't like. Yeah, he's nobody likes remind, him. And not remind me because they have the same kind of look. But, you know, yeah, Freddie Couples, I mean, I don't hate him. I'm kind of, I don't hate him. There's, there's so many golfers, you know, I, like, I either like him or don't. I like Freddie Couples, you know, but uh, uh, but I wouldn't have him on my table. Uh, I'd have him park in my Bentley. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because, hey, and last time my clubs got scratched. Watch it. <laughs> So this is ridiculous. Um, I would have, of course, Tiger, and I would have Jack. I'd have to have the two, the two biggies there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, and then uh, I'm gonna throw. You know what? I, I I'm gonna. I, I don't know why. I'm a Rory fan. I gotta have Rory there. I, I Rory like can't good, sit good, there. Rory's never won. Oh, he can't sit there. That's right. Yeah, good thing. Okay, good thing you're here. Damn it, good thing you're here. It's good thing I didn't call into it, or you didn't call from another show. <laughs> they might not have known that. So right, well yeah, Rory's like there. Really good. I forgot about that. Okay, so I got I got Tiger Jack. Um, I'm gonna go with Sergio. Okay. What the hell? All right, all right, nice, nice, nice pick there. And I'm gonna sue Nick Faldo. Oh, now see that that's a dark horse right there. I like that pick a lot, man. Man, I'd almost trade Scotty Scheffler for Nick Faldo. That's a good pick. Yeah, because you know, I, I could just I could ask him, you know, how is Nance's alimony really like nine hundred thousand <laughs> a month? Like really? I mean that's crazy. But Jim Nance, the greatest job ever. Mm. Oh, I just came from the national championship, now I'm at the Masters, and I'm sure all the hotels he stayed in are real dumps. Yeah. You know, so what do you uh, so wait, 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 real quick? What do you think about Jim Nance retiring from the NCAA? He's still going to do football in, in the Masters, but it's going to be weird to see the Final Four without Jim Nance. Yeah, you know, I used to. Oh, I missed it for a long time. Is Dick Stockton? Oh God, yeah, love Dick Stockton. Did you remember John Cricky? Oh, Don Cricky was great. Oh, absolutely. You know what's going on, Cricky? Yeah, the Orange Bowl, and oh yeah, those guys were. were uh, they were the greatest. Um, I just, I'm still upset that, you know, that Tom Brady is the highest paid broadcasting contract ever. And he's never, he's done, done one broadcast. I, I, you know what? I can't wait until he starts because he's either going to be really fun or he's going to try too hard. That's what I think. I, 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 the Peyton Manning was born for the booth, but he knows that he's way better than that because Peyton Manning would have been great in the booth. And I, I, oh, I, I, I think yeah, Peyton Manning. He, he did there so many. Like Peyton Manning, it's like it's like recruiting season for him when he's playing football. I uh, he could probably pick and choose. I mean, cause, you know, he does that ESPN Plus one, and he does the, you know the ESPN two on the Monday Night Football. His, his show, and now Eli has one. But Peyton is just hilarious. He's hilarious, and he's just got a, a knack for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and he's self-deprecating, which is huge. You know, uh, he doesn't mind taking the licks and. Uh, and what's great is I love when he shows up because no matter where he shows up to, when he does that history of football, no matter who shows up there, they're, 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 he doesn't have to, he has no reason to ever feel inferior. They're going to want a picture with him. You yeah, know, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, you're one of the greatest quarterbacks to play. I mean, 
I figure anytime you have a statue, you probably were good. Yeah, usually that means that. Or, you know, a star on the Walk of Fame. Or, you but, know, so, I mean, I have a guy. Did I get five yet? Or five yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you hit it. You nailed it there. Uh, so yeah. I got to ask you um, real quick, but we, we got a couple more stories to go. But I got to ask you, uh, I'm going to give you four picks. Uh, actually, I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you four picks to win the Masters this year. Who you got? Okay. I have my four picks to win the Masters. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to go. You got to put Scheffler in there. Okay. For sure. Uh, let me see. I'm going to get something pulled up here really fast. Uh, so Scheffler for sure, because I mean he's he's on fire. What's that guy? He's finished like in the top three, like every tournament. Yeah. He's crazy. He's, uh, he's mean, out of control. That guy's just so good right now. Mm-hmm. And he went to the University of Texas. That's right. That the just Longhorn. Yeah. 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 Just he point that the Longhorn. Out. All right. So, so you got Scotty Scheffler. I'm, I'm getting some. I'm getting some. Uh, some stuff here. I want to show. I want to tell you a couple of things before. I... Okay. All right. Now. All right, Scheffler, uh, plus six fifty. So for every dollar you bet, you win six fifty plus your dollar bet. I'm gonna go with Scheffler, McElroy, Finau, Tiger, and Morikawa. Wow, boy, those are good picks. That that that's a heck of a pick line up there. I gotta have some guys. I gotta have two two ball strikers, and uh, and you know, and guys with precision. Uh, I think that you know how the par three is a, a curse. So you hopefully you didn't play in the par three yesterday because nobody that's ever won the par three contest has won the Masters. No, that was a a, a guy named Hoagie won that yesterday. Uh, I I I don't see his name on here, but no, I know. I think wasn't the guy that hit back to back hole in one? It might have been, but, but whoever Hoagie is, that's who won it yesterday. So yeah, he oh won okay, win. yeah, because Seamus Power hit back to back. But you got to remember, there's one hole. They they, they 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 the holes are shortened. There's one hole that's sixty seven yards. Oh yeah, I mean I mean it's a par three course. It's it, it's adjacent to the actual golf course. It's a right it's an right. And it's sixty seven yards. I mean you know I mean so there's gonna be some holes in one. You can't give credit, you know, like you know. I mean, but still, it's still as hard as heck to do. So, back-to-back holes in one, that's pretty amazing. I like your pick at Tony Fee now because that guy needs to break out soon. He he's got to. He's he, got to. He's a good kid. You know, he's, he works hard. He's real. I like him when they're humble and stuff. And he's kind of humble. He, he, he's fighting. So is that biggest kid, the, the Indian Kid, you know, you talk to his dad, his dad, we're oh, very happy for him. He has, you know, four hundred ball, and you don't see it. He's very diverse now in the in, 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 in pro golf. And he's really, really humble too. But it's just funny to see, you know, uh East Indian uh, really hip, you know, like really hip, you know, they're, they're really down to earth, straightforward people that I just deal with most yeah, you know, I've got a store out here. One's Pakistani and one's Indian. Which you know, Pakistan and India hate each other. You know, they absolutely hate each other. Uh, India is mostly Hindu. Pakistan mostly Muslim. Uh, they so they're, but uh, they're very their sense of humor. You know, not just a, but but this kid that plays golf. You know, he's just 
you know, when you're on a PGA Tour, you're pretty hip, you know. And yeah. like, it's just funny because he's really hip, but his parents are like Raj's parents on Big Bang Theory, you know. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you picked uh, – who, who all did you pick again? Morikawa, Finau, let's see, Tiger, Scheffler, and Rory. All right. So I got Scheffler. Uh, I'm going to take Spieth. My out-of-nowhere pick is going to be Justin Thomas. And, of course, my last pick. I made the pick two years ago after he crashed his car. Tiger, Did he get a drum roll or something? Tiger, Eld- Eldrick Tiger Woods, who's two over through six right now. And he has a notorious start. He never, ever starts this tournament off good. So, you always got to remember that. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, he, he likes this court, and the weather's beautiful. Uh, who's he playing with? He's playing with Hovland and uh, somebody else. Like, I can't remember. Oh, I believe man. is he playing with John Ram? Yeah, he's playing with Ram and Hovland. Uh, yeah, Ram and no somebody else. He's not playing with Hovland. He's playing with Ram and somebody else, some young kid that he's talking to. And this kid's just like he's just got a Woody because Tiger's oh, yeah. just laughing, talking to him up the fairway. I mean, he's gonna go home tonight. He goes, Mom, he's Daddy. I walked the, the, the fifth hole with Tiger. Oh, my God, he's talking to me. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I, <laughs> what did I mean, they talk about? He talks about, you know, uh, prenups, uh, <laughs> non-disclosures, that kind of thing. He, he said Vicodins are okay. <laughs> Vicodin. Hey, if you need a Zanny on 17, buddy, <laughs> throw me your extra. Come on. All right, so we, we, we've gotten through that. We've gotten through our Masters coverage, um, and it starts uh, – Noon, your time on the West Coast, 2 o'clock my time. Uh, now, now, final two stories here. Um, the first one is a Mexican referee. This happened in soccer down in Mexico. Fernando Hernandez has been banned for 12 games after he need a player in the groin. Now, now, now we've repeat seen. That. Repeat we, that one more time to me. Uh, a referee in Mexico has been suspended for 12 games without pay because he need a player in the junk. Yeah, I. So I, 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 are you thinking that he should uh, be banned longer? Well, here's the thing. I'm watching it right now. He barely tapped him. He, I mean, I mean, the guy falls down, of course, does a soccer fall down over it. Um, we've seen referees get attacked. I think some referee, I think referees should be able to have a little bit of a buffer zone. You, you know what I mean? Maybe they shouldn't assault the players, maybe. But, but, but I, if I'm a referee and I'm getting attacked in these third world countries... Like they 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 beheaded somebody in in some kind of shit a stand type. Oh rant. my god! There's no way I'd be a referee at a soccer game in the Congo. Are you kidding oh. me? Mm-mm. You'd be running for your life every night. You make a bad call or something. I mean, it's crazy. So yeah, I I need Secret Service protection to go referee I mean, uh, over the pond somewhere. I mean, honestly, like, like if the dude walked up on me, like, like this dude did, and I, I'm gonna put him down. I'm going, I'm putting you down, clown, because I don't know what you got on you. You could have some kind of jagged monkey bone if you're in the Congo and stab me in the throat with a monkey bone. And you know that's gonna get infected. 
don't want to get stabbed in the neck with a monkey bone. Now, now Sunday, uh, the last story that we have, Sunday is one of the holier days of the year. And I know that you're a good guy. Well, in the Christian faith, it's Easter Sunday is the holiest day of the year. And this is one of the few times that's where they're riot and fire. I, I think you believe that Muslims and Hebrew people are fighting at this point. Because it's very, very rare. It fell on the, Ramadan fell on the same time as Easter, the two holiest uh, you know, uh, two holiest day of holidays for both faiths, but uh, yeah, so so uh, so, so peace on you, earth, but instead tensions flaring. Um, do 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 you go to church on Easter Sunday? Do do you pretend? Do 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 you try to fool God and go, hey, I'm here today? No, I think God's a little. I, he might be a little quicker than that. I don't know if you know about the term omnipotent <laughs> and omniscient, <laughs> all knowing. Yeah, he's like kind of hip to that kind of stuff. You know, growing up, I was at church every Sunday, every Sunday. In fact, I would, you know, I picked up, my mom would pick up grandmas and old people, you know, and my mom said the rosary every day. Uh, I was at church, Good Friday, you know, I, oh my gosh, I went to Catholic school. Um, so, but, so I really have turned into a heathen, I'll tell you that. But I go rarely, I do go rarely. I love to go, I, I, I I'm, I'm thinking if I want to make a vow to go to Easter, Easter Sunday Mass this week because I will go to, uh, to Mass. I'm a, well, as good. you know, I, I, that, I'm that, a Roman Catholic. I'm a Gentile. Um, I, I I grew up in the church, going to church every Sunday as well. I grew up in the uh, the Assembly of God churches, so we're 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 all about hellfire and brimstone, and singing and dancing and and holding snakes up. But what Easter is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep talking. You next thing I know, you're going to be in one of those churches where they play a banjo. Yeah, a, uh, I can't say that there was not a banjo ever played in my church. I cannot. Say was that. there a guitar? Oh, we had guitars, basses, amplifiers. We were singing for Jesus. But um, what what? what Go ahead. What what it, it, Easter has evolved into the holiest of days is now a day of baskets and chocolates and gifts and things like that and i have yeah, a story yeah. I, I, I have a story here from london and uh, let me let me what is what is in your perfect easter basket joe okay well and the thing is of course you could say like you know the key to a laboratory but that's not i you know i gotta go back to the days, you know, when and make it real. There's gonna be some real hard boiled eggs in there. That's okay. number one. Okay. All right, fair. There's gonna be chocolate eggs of some sort. I prefer name brand peanut butter, Reese type stuff. Thank okay. you, Easter Bunny. Um <laughs> so I like some chocolate eggs. Then you gotta have the plastic eggs with maybe something a booby prize, some other chocolate, maybe a twenty spot in there. Yeah, there you go. Maybe some change in there. So, yeah, yeah, change yeah. when you're a little kid, right? You know, yeah. so, well, because I, you know, I used to eat uh, professionally until I was twenty five, <laughs> and uh, uh, there's a lot of cash, there's a lot of money involved, but uh, I don't like to talk about it. There's also a lot of a lot of politics. <laughs> um, but uh, so you know, plastic eggs with different things. You got chocolate. You got to. You gotta have. I don't know. You gotta throw some peeps in there. Maybe some no. people love them. Some hate them. No. You gotta have uh, jelly beans. Oh my God! You gotta have jelly beans. So, uh, and then maybe one big something good like a you throw in like a, well now back then you wouldn't have it but like today there'd be like an Amazon gift card in there or something. Okay. All right. I just want to go back to you were a professional Easter egg hunter until twenty seven. I can just see the Monday Night Football promo. Uh, Joe Murphy, University of Nebraska. Professional 
<laughs> There's Super Bowls at the East Lawn at the White House. <laughs> so uh, it is unbelievable. Little Johnny Thompson from Greenview, Texas. He's a scapper. He's he's four foot two, ninety five pounds. He's out of Greenview. This kid, he's a good kid. He's a local kid. They love him here. He's a real biggie. Watch him go for this plastic gang on the dime. I mean, it's just there's a lot of highlights. It's very exciting. It can get rough. Uh, we've been talking to the UFC about, you know, joining them in the WWE a little bit. Uh, it's really expanding. It's really blowing up now, kind of like pickleball. Um, all right. So um, so my my, my, my my basket would be about the same. Reese's in there. you got you got to have some sort of chocolate bunny in there, too. You know, so whether it's... Oh, the chocolate bunny. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Right, right. Uh, chocolate bunny. I don't need the jelly beans. You can have those. The peeps are disgusting. Peeps have always been gross, and they always will be. Some people love them. I don't know. Now, there's one thing that I'd like in my bag, but if it doesn't make it there, it's okay, because I know that there's a lot of people that think these are gross. But you said the catchphrase, thank you, Easter Bunny. That was not for Reese's, my friends. That was for the Cadbury cream egg. Wow, yeah. You remember wow. the Cadbury cream egg? The Cadbury cream egg, I mean, you, you broke it over. It looked like an egg on the inside. And I don't know what the flavors were, but I know it was delicious. And I love the Cadbury eggs. Not as much as the person that runs the Subway st- store at, at, at Totten Court Road in London because they have taken the Cadbury cream egg, like three of them, and they've put it on their French bread and toasted it, and they're offering the Cadbury cream egg six-inch sub. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 as always, the English, known for their just bland and ridiculous uh, stupid food. <laughs> this is just... I mean, you know, if you're talking about fine cuisine, you don't go to England to get it. I mean, you know, but- they're... You know, why would why would you melt down an egg in bread? I, I mean, I, I, know, I, I what is going on there? I, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's like the little kid in the kitchen, you know. Like, I mean, ooh, try this. These are two of my favorite things. Let's that's, put them together. How you know? dare I mean, they do that? How dare they besmirch the Cadbury egg like that? That's like putting Donald Trump in the same room with Joy Behar. <laughs> Well, Joe, uh, uh, I, I I thank you for the wonderful conversation as always. I hope real quick yes. before we wrap up. Yes. I, who was I, I? I think this would be a thing at the end. I like to ask you, so who was the NBA player? Remember the guy? He kind of had OCD where he had to tie his shoes a hundred times. Uh, had to snap the net just perfect before he landed. Mark Jackson. I, I can't remember. There was if, if you come across that, let me know. I remember there was a guy that would tie his shoes like a hundred times. He had to tie him just right. But the biggest thing that I thought of all week was I wanted the listeners out there to, to decide who's how you doing you like that. I mean, who's got a better? Joey Tribbiani's how you doing? Mm. Or or Sylvester Stallone's how you doing? Mm. Boy, who's that, got the better how you doing? Man, man my, that, that, that's a question that's plagued mankind for years now. It, it is. It's like getting the holy grail. I, I don't know if we'll ever find out. Now, do, dare I ask, does Joe Murphy happen to have a how you doing that we could vote on? 
you know what? If I open up this little black book, ladies and gentlemen, the ladies, <laughs> well, all I can tell you is you may want to get to a dry area, okay? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, my yeah. God, there it was. That moved me. Yeah, I mean, Whoa. Oh, oh. Myself, Whoa. I'm, a, I'm, a hedge, I'm a hedge fund manager. How about you? <laughs> all right, Joe. Well, hey, Joe, right, you have you. a... It's always a pleasure. I'm really fun. we got to hang out because I have a lot of fun, buddy. Thank you. Oh, hey, you have a great Easter, and I'll talk to you next week, pal. All right, bud. All right. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. How you doing? 775-357-FANS <laughs> is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, it is that time. I promised you guys a phone call today. Stop that music. Now, like I said, some people might think I'm taking this too far. If that's the case, then I can't help you because, well, I can't help myself. Because when I thought of the original idea, it was funny. And we talked about it a couple weeks ago for the stand-up show. And we're going to take it a little bit further right now. So I'm about to make my phone call here. And you will find out who I'm calling. Thank you for calling Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Press 5 to hear this message in Spanish. Por favor, presione 5 para escuchar esta mensaje en español. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. Or for a dial-by directory, press 7. Please note, this office does not have wish records or application updates. If you are seeking updates regarding a wish child application, please visit our website at wish.org and select local chapters. And then enter your zip code to find the chapter nearest you. To help you choose the right option, please listen carefully and choose from one of the following options. Press two for donor care team regarding any donation, payment, receipt, or acknowledgement. Press three to have your name removed from our mailing list. For all other questions, please visit wish.org or to hear these options again, please press six. To speak with a live operator, please press zero. Thank you. It's okay. I have a backup plan. Okay. All right. So the corporation doesn't want to to play our game. I I, I no problem. We'll call the local chapter. Good morning, Make-A-Wish. How may I help you? Yes, hi. Um, I was wondering, who do I talk to about possible wishes? Um, My son was just diagnosed with MSUD, um, and... uh, he was asking me about wishes, and, and I didn't know if, if it was available. So is there somebody I could tell you? Because his wish is pretty specific. Okay. And has he been referred for a wish already? No. I, I, I Before I get him, you know, all excited, I want to make sure that this is something that he can wish for. Okay. Um, I, I can try to answer your questions. Okay. Um, I know. Um, my, my what son, are you thinking? My, my, my son, who's a big history buff, um, he, he's uh-huh. fallen in love while, you know, while going to the doctor's appointments, reading history books. My, my son's wish is to run it, what he calls an old-style plantation. Wow. Cool. Um, 
I'm sure there's a way we could do that, uh, or we could figure out how to do that. Okay, like, um, like so maybe, I don't maybe think get, like, like, I don't know, like a, a cotton factory or something like that? I don't know. We can work our, our contacts to see what we can get done for him. Okay. That, 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 yeah. I, I don't want to get anything started yet. I, I just wanted to make sure that, that, that I can tell, you know, little Forrest um, that, 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 that we can maybe make this happen. Thank you so very much. No problem. And I would suggest that you talk to his doctors okay. to make sure he would qualify for a wish. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want to make sure, like I said, I just wanted to, I want to get all my ducks in a row here because he, he really, really, really wants to run a plantation. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it could happen. I, um, I know it's not on our do not do list. Okay, so. fantastic. That's, that's great to know. Okay. All right. Well, you have a wonderful day, and I love you. You too. <laughs> That's not on their do not do list. <laughs> if a kid wants to run an old, I don't know, 1800-style plantation, go right ahead. Oh, my God. Oh, I have to download that whole bit right there and send it to Dan. Oh, my God. That call went better than I ever expected it to go. Oh. (laughs) Oh, Lord, this could go south quickly. Bless her heart. Uh, Do not do a list. (laughs) You should call her back and go, what's on the do not do list? You're going straight to hell. Do not pass go. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Now I need to get a hold of this list. <laughs> like Tom, Joe Murphy says, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> See, this is how my brain re- reacts. I, I'm going to have I, I literally, I'm going to have to go in and, and download this from the show. I hope I'm a member. Um, and 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 get just that sound clip alone to play at the stand because I've had uh, these rules like you know if you're 16 and on the Make a List Wish Foundation thing you, you're going to ask for pussy number one on the list no hookers oh I do wish you had followed up with well that's a <laughs> what's not on the yeah see. I, I, I think I think she might have been trying to bait me with that because I wanted to ask, but I knew better than to ask. Oh, well, what's on the not-to-do list? Oh, my God. That was so worth it. That was so great. I hope, I hope that, that she's in the office right now. See, this is why I do it. I do it, A, for the amusement of myself, because when I thought of this idea yesterday, Brady Kid can tell you I was fucking laughing my ass off. Okay? I, I, I thought it was fun. To ask to run a plantation, an old-style plantation, I mean, really? <laughs> I hope she's walking around the office. I just got the most interesting call. A daddy wanted his son to run an old-style plantation. I said, cool.
First of all, first of all, there is nothing cool about saying you want to run. Let, let's take the, the, the tragic racist overtones out, okay? No kid wants to run a plantation. That's a job. Kids want to play shortstop for the Yankees. Kids want to be firemen. They don't want to run a plantation. There is nothing cool about that. Hey, I want to work at a paper supply company. Nobody says that. Oh, Derek, Derek, let me tell you. Derek just says, oh, my God, and imagine if she had some a black person in there that would be fucking like, I, that was one of the things I was worried about getting on the other line was uh, getting a hold of somebody that, that might have been black that said that because it could have gone really, really bad. It went so ma- magical. That's the way the phone calls are supposed to go. Uh, I got to make sure some callers people hear him so they can call him boy. Uh, until Lakeisha in the office hears that and goes, he said what? Oh, no, he didn't, girlfriend. Young Forrest wants to whip and rape him. <laughs> My son would like to run a brothel. Oh, God damn it. Oh, that turned out even better than I thought. Oh, I'm so happy with that. Thank you, Ass Family, for allowing me to, uh, to, to do that. By the way, a couple great movie reviews up on all the social medias. Uh, I, I might have to put that that up later on the social medias. Um, <laughs> damn it, I'm so fucking wrong for that. Oh, but it's so funny. Oh, God damn. Uh, it seems like our good friend Don Lemon is in trouble again. This reminds me of the college kids telling his white friends about the racist school trip they went on to a cotton gin, having all the black kids out in the field picking cotton, singing songs, and having to turn in the raw. <laughs> That's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen, and I know I played it on this show. When, when Oh, God almighty. That is just... You met. Oh. I have another idea. Uh oh. It look look. It, it. I want to see something here. Uh-huh. Play it again. Let's see. Uh. Oh, please be real. No, that's not... uh, Got your bash party planning company. All right, here we go. Let's see. Let's see if we can give these fine folks a call. Well, they don't have a phone number. I can't call you. Oh, you got a phone number. I can call you. Game plan? No, I don't want to use them. Uh, there we go. This place right here. Okay. This looks like a fucking upscale flight like type place. Star six seven. Um.
much. Hi, you've reached Pop Parties. Our normal business hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. If you're looking to book an event, please leave your name and number and someone from our office will get back to you as soon as possible. Or check out our website, popparties.com, and you can submit an inquiry through there. Thank you and have a great day. Yes, hello, my name is Hans and uh, I'm looking to book a birthday party for my seven-year-old. Uh, we're looking for a theme party this year. Uh, we're going to do, uh, like, uh, we, we, like I don't know, my, my kid's a big history kid, and he, he loves talking about history, so do you guys offer some sort of plantation-type party? Please get back to me. My, my phone number is uh, 214-772-1113. Thank you. Have a great day. I have no idea whose phone number that is, but, you know. It lost all its luster having to leave a message. All right, back to back to 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 Don Lemon, Don Lemon, who got in trouble and got demoted from the nighttime news, the primetime news, where all the money is, to the morning show. And then while he was on the morning show, when uh, I, I, who who was it? Some uh, so some, some some Republican lady said she was going to throw her name in the hat to run for president. He said, well, she's, uh, her best days are behind her. He said something about her age. And, and, of course, people got upset at that, and they thought he should be fired for that. And they said, no, 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 we're going to give Mr. Lemon one more chance. Well, embattled CNN host Don Lemon landed in hot water. For Mary making disparaging comments about women, but it wasn't the first time. A new report in Variety said the allegations about the anchor's past, such as sending threatening text messages to a colleague and repeatedly exhibiting misogynistic and diva-like behavior. But CNN said, no, this isn't real, until they found out it was real. Um... For months now, tension between uh, Don Lemon and his host have been mounting on more than one occasion. They had to pull him off the air during a commercial break because of his proactive antics. Um, How much longer does this guy get to be on the news? Yeah, that's right. He was talking about Nikki Haley. When do we... Uh, let's see, Alicia says, you think he's finally realizing that just because he's gay and black, he cannot, in fact, get away with saying whatever he wants without repercussions? Well, I mean, he could for the longest time because of exactly what you said. He was gay and black. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. I'm going to roll back the, old car, the, 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 uh, the drapes here, the curtain. In the world of broadcasting, let me just tell you, the EEO factor is through the roof. And EEO is equal employment opportunities. Now, what that is is pretty much affirmative action. You put people in place because they fit a certain narrative, just like our cabinet right now in the United States. But broadcasting did it a long time ago. And I'll never, ever forget a conversation that was had with a friend of mine who was Hispanic. 
We'll call him Chris Payne. Chris Payne at one time was told that he is the safest man in the building because he is the EEO of the building. Now, Chris never ran with that and tried to use it in his favor ever, but I remember him telling me about it, and the person that he told me who told him was somebody who was high up who did the hiring and firing. It takes a special act to get fired from a, a broadcast company, and, and Chris Payne was capable of that special act, and he did do it. Because in the bigger market, it was a lot easier to get someone of that color skin tone. So Don Lemon has been surfing and getting away with doing the most repulsive shit. He's, he was, he's being sued, or he was being sued. I don't know if the lawsuit ever finalized or whatever happened. That he groped somebody or, or did something horrible in public. Which <clears throat> would have been a fireable offense for anybody else. But he's Don Lemon. Don Lemon is almost, I would all, not quite, but I would say he is the black gay equivalent of Matt Lauer. Remember Matt Lauer, he had a button on his desk that slammed his door shut. Matt Lauer famously bragged about having sex with a woman so rough that she passed out in his office and he went and did broadcast. Now, Don Lemon's never come out and said anything like that. But if we're going to fire, and by the way, it was consensual for Matt Lauer. It wasn't like he was raping women. He got fired because he used his, it was all consensual, but it was that, that well, it's consensual because he's Matt Lauer. He got groupy ass. That's what he got. And Matt Lauer got fired for it because you can't use your powers for evil. I'm okay with that. But Don Lemon has been using his powers for evil for a long, long time, and we've all had to sit here and listen to these fucking stories after stories of him. And he somehow still keeps his job at CNN. This is why, I will tell you this officially, hardly any stories from this show ever get taken from CNN. Oh, I, I agree with you, Alicia, that Matt Lauer is a total dirtbag. Because he's banging all those chicks at work. Well, first of all, he's married. Scumbag move there. And secondly, he used his power for evil. You don't use your power for evil. I'm not racist. I'm pro-stereotypes. Don Lemon is, is, look, Don Lemon is a misogynistic black man who's very angry at the world. And, and by the way, CNN has given him a pulpit all these years to express his anger, to express his misogyny, and they think they have no stakes in this. Oh, it's just him. No, no, you've allowed this to happen. And by the way, I don't feel bad for him. I, I, I hope he gets fired. I hope he's run out of the news business. But the problem is that he'll get hired someplace else. He's going to work for a lot less money, and I will tell you this right now, it will be a lot less of a new service. <laughs> what good is power if you can't use it for evil? Well, see, that, that, that you, Ken Dog, you cannot have power. 
You can't. You, look, look, you can use it for for self self reasons is okay, but evil I, and, and evil is, you know, talking young pages at NBC into having rough sex with you because you're Matt Lauer. You can't do that. That's bad. Something else is bad and is absolutely stupid. I had to work for what thirty years to get mine. And now, only a year after ditching OnlyFans and finding Jesus, uh, jalapeno. I'm singing for Jesus. Black China has showed off her doctorate degree she earned from a Bible college. She's got her doctorate of liberal arts from Sacramento Theological Seminary and Bible College. Now, is that the same group that I got a card from that says I can marry people? The academic achievement comes less than a year after the model influencer and former girlfriend of Rob Kardashian was baptized as a Christian and committed to a a, a, a promenade, a, a whole whole bunch of different changes she's gotten tattoos removed plastic surgery removed why and lo and behold that wasn't a coinky dink that was the providence of god because somebody wants to bit back on reality tv so we'll say what we want to skippy lou and the irs and the fbi and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live tv i said it i said i said it that is full-blown witchcraft it's witchcraft um, I'm drinking from my brother's company right now, but I wanted to chime in and say the Make-A-Wish call was golden. Oh, a plantation. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, Cowboys girl. Um, r- really? R- r- we're, we're buying this? We're buying that, that a girl who went by the nickname of Black China and got popular because she had a big fat ass. And then she shacked up with a Kardashian. Shit out a kid that she never lets him see. And now she's a she's a, a, a fighter, a stormtrooper for the Lord. Um Real fast, uh, I'm not buying what this is being sold to. Somebody is trying to revamp their image to become, um, what, what is the, the phrase? Oh, that's right, more marketable. Oh, look at her. Look at her. She's more marketable. Can't wait to see her and Christy Teigen doing a fucking gal pal show together. Sanchez family says, love me some fat ass. Well, she doesn't have it anymore. She got that removed. She's going to be in the church of ye soon. Let's see. Uh, She got rid of her OnlyFans page. She reversed plastic surgeries and other cosmetic procedures. She underwent breast reduction. She had the fillers in her face all dissolved. Because she's doing this for the Lord. Now, is there a part of me that might believe that she's doing this for the Lord? 
maybe about a one or two percent chance. But come on, come on, come on. We, we how how many times do we have to see this played out? This used to be a, a favorite of porn stars was to try to do this, and then they they go to the church for about a year or so, and then boom, they're they're back in the porn industry. Was her name Tori Black? Wasn't she doing? Is she back now in the in the ministry world? I I don't know. I, I, and I don't care. <clears throat> Do you want to know how I know this isn't real? I'm gonna tell you how this isn't real. Let me read what you say. Uh, is there an upcoming child support case she needs to look good for? She shouldn't transition because being a Christian will not win anyone over in our current climate. No, no. She's she's got this bullshit doctorate from from a Bible college that she you can only you can get a doctorate in less than a year. That's pretty amazing. Um, if this was real, none of us would heard about any of it. That's the problem. None of us. It, she wouldn't have big entertainment tonight. Shoots up. See, th- this is how you can tell when stuff is real. There's a celebrity out there who I, I, I do like him. I like him a lot. Um, his name's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt realized that he had a problem with alcohol. And I mentioned this on my, my 26th uh, anniversary of giving up alcohol because it's a story that I admired about Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt had an issue with alcohol. He and Angelina Jolie had a big falling out over plane as alcohol was the reason, and he decided that he was going to stop drinking. Now, he didn't go on entertainment tonight and talk about it. He didn't do anything. He, you know what he did? He went to a meeting. And then he went to another meeting, and he kept going to meetings. And people protected his anonymity there, which I, I, I got to give credit for that because that would be tough to do if you're sitting next to Brad Pitt at a fucking AA meeting. But he's clean and sober now. See, he didn't do that. The, the media found out about that after like four months. Black China, she's, she's had press releases saying, oh, I'm going to have this surgery done today, or I'm going to do this today. It's not real. And, and, and for some odd reason, this person, this Black China chick has fans. I don't know why she has fans. She's never done anything. She's not a rapper. She's not a dancer. She's not, you know, a hoochie-coochie. She, she's a hoe. She was an Instagram model. Shut up. Damn dogs. Now, somebody who actually did do something. Uh, Brad Pitt pa- uh, blew it when he passed on Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I'm going to agree with that. Um, Warner Brothers and Discovery Channel are close to finalizing a deal with J.K. Rowling to stream a TV series based on Harry Potter books, but for some reason the author will not be credited as series creator. Um, who who are you going to say is the creator then? See, this is where I get this is where I get so confused. 
I get so confused that everybody wants to be this woke person and they want to believe all this stuff. We all know that, that people went after J.K. Rowling's because she defended what women were. And I stand by her. I don't look, look, I still to this day ain't seen a Harry Potter movie. Ain't planning on it anytime soon because I'd have to beat myself up. But Harry Potter, I do know, was a very, very popular and very, very successful movie franchise. I can't deny any of that. I've never seen it, so I can't tell you it sucks. I can say it was not for me, though. I'm not into that stuff. And, 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 and hey, more power to you people that are. I'm not judging you for it, not at all. It's just not for me. But then this woman comes out and says what she believes a woman is. And the trans community, they, they rallied up their team and they went after her. HBO Max had a reunion for Harry Potter, but she wasn't invited for some reason. By the way, if you don't know the story, if you don't know J.K. Rowling's story, from what I remember, I believe that she was homeless for a long time and wrote parts of this book while living in a Volkswagen. And she goes out there and she writes one of the most successful books and series in history. And people want to tear her down for because she believes in what a woman is, that only women can have periods. And some places have, there was a game that was in there, I, I don't know, Quidditch or whatever, where they're flying around on brooms doing shit. She invented all that. That was all started in her mind. She did every part of that. Yet people have changed the name of the game because they don't want it to be associated with her, even though she's the inventor. And now we're going to have a, a prequel, which they're going to have to use her because but they're not going to give her credit for being series creator. I, I really hate our world. Um, good for Brad Pitt. His last few movies, Sober, really good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Bullet Train were amazing. Agreed. Ain't, ain't a word. Okay. I don't get it. Harry Potter is so gay. See, not gay-ass guy. I'm with you. I don't get it either. But see, it's not for us. Not for us. And that's fine. It's for the intellectual types that like to read. I don't like to read. I, I, I know how to read. I don't like to, though. I've read a lot of books in my life. I'll tell you this. If, if I do read a book, usually it's a biography. Now, there's one person who hates Harry Potter. Now, McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. Take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. CNN can eat my dirty socks. And of course, Joel Osteen. Good grief. Joel Osteen wouldn't rebuke his dog if it barked at him. And your little dog, too. See? I, I, I just, oh, Jesus, I'm seeing this fucking retard in our damn Bud Light commercials playing in the ad space. I don't need to see that. Leave, 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 leave J.K. Rowling's alone. Look, it's bad enough she got red hair, right? I mean, she she already got a fire crotch. So j just leave the poor woman alone. Let let her let her have her Harry Potter. She did invent it, after all. For the love of God. I figured something out today. 
uh, I figured out why we're seeing a lot of these kind of stories. Uh, a vape-addicted teen claims his lungs collapsed four times and caused the same damage as smoking three packs of cigarettes a day for 30 years. All right, so young fellas smoking and vaping. Um, you, you, you know the, the biggest problem with vaping, right? Yeah, telling your parents you're a fag. Um, but other than that, I figured it out. You see these stories a lot with these kids that are that are that are doing this vape thing. Now I'm an old man, look, it, it, and I'm a, a big fan of tobacco. Okay, I guess there's bad shit in the, in in this because you're heating something up and you're inject you're inhaling it and then you're spinning it out, right? Do you know why? I I know that why this is happening. It, it it might be because a that the stuff they're they're breathing in is even more toxic than tobacco. That could be something it's mixed in. But here's the other part. This shit don't stink. Like, if you were to smoke three packs uh, uh, of camels, uh, your house is going to stink. You, you, you smoke, you know, fucking rum raisin blueberry flavored fucking vape stick, it ain't going to stink. It ain't going to get attached to everything like cigarette smoke does. So you don't realize how much you're smoking. And these are dumb kids, and they think it's cool to look like this. And by the way, it looks like you're sucking R2-D2's dick. That's what it looks like. It looks like you reach down, and you're grabbing fucking C-3PO by the old junk. And you're like, ooh, give me that smooth, hot concoction. It's dumb looking. But I get, I, I understand, like, like the, the kids, they need to have something, you know. Look, when we were kids... We had smoking areas. I mean, they vilified smoking so much. But we had smoking areas at schools. We knew where we could go smoke and not get caught by the principal because they, they were the, they were out there smoking with us. Now, I never smoked. I've always been a, a tobacco dipper. We did that in school, too. But see, we vilified cigarettes so much. It's the new asbestos. You remember when they would clean your schools out for asbestos? It, it, were you, are you all young enough to remember that? See, I can remember the when they're they're pulling that fucking that that shit off the roof in the auditorium, but they got doors open, all the shit's flying out everywhere. You're breathing it all in anyway. Vaping is sucking on robot penis, yeah. But these kids are doing it because they're going to get away with it because they aren't caught. I, I knew a guy who, uh, who was, a, he was a smoker. And uh, we were hanging out one day after school. We are down by the boat docks. And he was smoking. I had dip in. I didn't care. You know, we're outside, and he's smoking. And he smokes like, and, and, he, and he wasn't like a, a big smoker. He, he was a puffer more than anything. And it was him and a couple other my friends, and we're down there. And this motherfucker, as soon as he got done smoking, I kid you not, he took his shirt off, and he put it in the trunk of his car. He doused himself with with, uh, with, with with green polo cologne, another reason why I hate that shit so much. And then he drove home the whole way with his windows open. Oh, yeah, he, he was chewing gum, too. Well, your parents still found out, dummy, because you're a kid. You're never going to outsmart them. They're going to go in the back of your car. They're going to find that T-shirt, and they're going to go, woof. It smells like Marlboro. What does that mean? Dumbass kids. 
This is why, you know, the one regret I have in not having kids is watching Tim to see how they're going to try to get one over on me. Because kids are dumb. I think that's the best part. Kids are ignorant. They shouldn't say dumb. They're ignorant. They don't know any better. Their brains aren't developed enough. And they think they can be sly. They think they've done shit that we ain't never done before. They think that sneaking out of the house is something that they invented. They think that underage drinking is something that they invented. Or stealing a cigarette or two from mom and dad. No, dummies. We did so much more worse than you do. Good God. Uh, When I was talking to my friend Darren a few weeks ago, when I went to go visit him in the hospital, who, by the way, is undergoing great treatment right now. Thank you for the good vibes you sent my friend's way. Uh, He's he's looking good. So thank you very much for that. Um, But all the shit that we did, I mean, we did a lot crazier shit than kids are doing today. And if we had social media, my God, good Lord, it would be terrible. All right, last two stories of the day. The first one I have to do just for just to play this. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. Oh, my goodness, and there's video of it? Oh, holy shit. Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. This is why you don't ever move to cold weather areas. Two tourists in Montana. They decided to fuck around and find out. And they went and they charged. They went and they tried to pull the no tail of a moose. Home internet. Oh, that's a red flag. It's time for real home internet. Get Xfinity internet and mobile for just okay. $50 Fantastic. a month during I our won't. Xfinity 10G network no, launch celebration. It's terrible. Switch today. Okay, so after being warned by locals to take a step back, these guys weren't having any of that. They said, hey, we're going to go pull on this moose tail. Scared and trampling you. Is it your moose? It's not my moose, but it's a guy. Wild animal, get the f- away from it, you idiots. Let it be wild. Don't have to, like, oh, Jesus God. Christ, you guys must be the dumbest people I've ever I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Go ahead, touch it. Go ahead, try. Go ahead, try. See what happens. Oh, God See what damn. The f- happens. See how long that leg will go. Get the f- away from the moose. Nope, here we go. Oh, yeah, God. I am. This is so fantastic. I love my life so much. Oh, God. They're getting too close to the moose. idiots. Nope. Oh. oh, here comes the moose. Yeah, get it. Oh, the moose has got him. Moose is going to impregnate him. and trampling you. Is it your moose? Oh, oh, good Lord. Oh, he fell down. Get him, moose. Get him! <laughs> like the moose is listening to this guy. Like, hey, hey, thanks, Eric. I appreciate that. Thanks for having my back. <laughs> what kind of idiot goes up and slaps a moose on the ass? Oh, God damn. That's so fantastic. <sighs> when people repeatedly approach moose, uh, they chase them away. Moose becomes stressed and agitated. Each moose has a different tolerance level, but if they are harassed enough, many moose will respond aggressively. <laughs> Drugs are a hell of a drug. 
Moose are common across North America, including uh, all of Canada, eh? Oh, God almighty. That's so fantastic. I wish that would. I wish they would have had it. Oh, my. Oh, yuck. Come on. Sex toy reviewer and nude artist who stripped in front of kids. And this lady has body hair. She has underarm hair. And she didn't shave her cooter area. Come on. I don't need to see that. That's gross. Hold on a second. Oh, boy. If I got to see this, yep, sorry. Keep scrolling, people. There it is. Wow. Kaylee is a life model and artist. She has also offered to pay for vulva massage master classes, and she is really, really hairy. Really, really hairy. <laughs> All right, last story of the day. Now, I got to say that that I'm excited for some movies to be coming out. Um, the new uh, Dick Cage movie, Renfield, where he plays Dracula. I'm very much looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to the end of the month of the movie Sisu coming out. But I got to say that I'm not really excited about this next movie that's been greenlit. It's a horror western project called The Oregon Trail. or It's called The Oregon Trail. Inspired by the real-life Oregon Trail, a wagon route that connected the Missouri River to the Oregon back in the 1800s. The movie is strong violence, language, and some sexual references. Now, now I don't want to go to a movie where I could possibly see somebody on the screen get a case of dysentery and then die, and then the movie's over. Did you ever play the Oregon Trail? The Oregon Trail is the worst game known to mankind. <laughs> you got gangrene. Die. Start over. Nope. Oh, lockjaw set in. You died. Start over. The Oregon Trail. Who would have ever thought that? I mean, I'm glad they're calling it the Oregon Trail because, you know, death and stuff. But come on, dude. Really? Hollywood, you got to be better than that. Speaking of movies, Arnie, did you see the new movie trailer for the uh, new film by uh, Tommy Wiseau? No, I have not seen that. Who's Tommy Wiseau? Is that the guy who made that really terrible movie? That then, what's his name? Fucking uh, James Franco remade? I hope not. All right, that is, oh, well. Oh, actually, no. All right, here we go. I shouldn't do this story. I'm going to hell for this story. This is, this, this is a good story. Oh, boy. Boy. Six-year-old conjoined twins who share a body from the sternum down defy doctors who gave them a 5% chance. Uh, They've started kindergarten. Boy, I would be so confused as a kindergartner. I got to tell you. They share, like, they have a pair of legs. 
and then two tops. Boy, oh boy. I, I don't even know where to go with this. Oh, it looks like one of the girls has mainly the legs. The other one's just kind of hanging on for dear life. I mean, we did figure out with the other conjoined twins that we've talked about on the show. If you date these conjoined twins and, you know, the hoopty doopty comes around, it does count as a threesome. So you got that going for you. Uh, congrats and keep it up, Dr. Arnie. Have a great day, ass family. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, there's a fundraiser concert being formed, and the headliner is ZZ Top doing a new recording. <laughs> They've got legs. <laughs> they only have two. They only got two, but they got four arms. Be shit to buy gloves for them. Man, this, this is the ultimate outfielder, though. You think about it. You can have three gloves on the kids and one arm. That's what I'm talking about. See? Look at that. That's an outfielder right there. I don't know how they hit, but we'll worry about that when we get there. Uh, Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, which is Friday, y'all have a wonderful Thursday-ass family. Enjoy the Masters if you're going to watch, because I am. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody.
beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.